0: I'm a pudding head, yes siree.
1: I got, yeah, got pudding in Richard G. B. Shake my Here's head, go because I, I got, got pudding puttin in my top. Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> it's Happy Hour in France, a Twin Peaks podcast. Hi everybody, I'm June i'm Heggs. i'm guy
2: how are you guys doing today
1: yeah you know, know everything's crazy and you know staying alive yeah how's life yeah. in your basements it's actually pretty neat down here
0: it's a uh, damp and moist yikes oh, it sounds like you need a dehumidifier
1: yeah really Forthwith. Just
0: like a personal dehumidifier. Oh,
1: God, this is none of our business. This is TMI.
0: Um, very hairy, and it's very absorbent. Good
1: Lord, stop. Moist Wookiee. But, uh, yeah, I don't know, it's getting warmer out, so I've been hiding in the basement uh, as much as possible because Heggs doesn't like the heat. I agree. This is not interesting, but I said it anyways.
2: Hey, I brought it up. So it's your fault. Gotcha. It is. It is my fault. The guys, we're here. Yeah. S- season finale.
0: Indeed seems like it's been a long season. Yeah, and it, yet it hasn't. It really went flying I by. Know. I feel
2: when we started, uh, we were in in our basement, in my basement, all together. Yeah. yeah we ended, and uh, we are not. We've had some uh, tumultuous uh, re- recordings.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, we did. We've uh, learned a few lessons. <laughs> you know, Quite a few. We Took the good. We took the bad, and there we have a podcast that a uh, hundred and fifty listens Wow! So far. Hey. I didn't
1: think we'd hit like 15.
0: <laughs> hey. I know. I, I'm getting tired listening to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this guy. If only that, that weren't work partially true. Oh, come on. <laughs> come on, you guys. I mean, I do love the sound of my own voice. So. <laughs> Oh which boy. is also the biggest lie I've ever said in this podcast. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, yeah. Since you brought it up, yeah, we've uh, we have, of course uh, we've had about 150 listens, which is fun. So thanks everybody for listening.
1: Yeah, thank you so much.
2: Yeah. Um, that of course is mostly our moms and dads. And
1: <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, it was like we're running out of family members and, and friends who owe us favors. It was like, no, please listen. Come on, seriously, guys. But, but uh,
0: no. our analytics... They're starting to catch on that there's no candy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I gotta run to the store quick. I'll be right back. Uh,
2: but however, according to analytics, there are at least uh, a handful of people who uh, we don't know who are listening. And uh, thank you very much. Of course, thank everybody. Oh, but, yeah, uh, absolutely. But, uh,
0: All of our lady listeners. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know who you are, but... Uh, That's right. We have... Congratulations on this wonderful use of your time. <laughs>
2: That's right. Our analytics in the beginning, we uh, had abysmal uh, female listenership, and uh, now we're up to 18%.
1: Neat. Yeah. Very cool. Now, is this counting, like, uh, your wives and sisters? Uh, and... Not
0: my wives.
1: <laughs> Ooh. Okay. Yes, only
0: one listens to the podcast.
1: <laughs> Awkward polygamy joke? Or is that well, what no, that was? No, it or... was
0: not. I just... It seems appropriate in this show. <laughs> but... Oh, boy. <laughs> Who has just one relationship? No one in Twin Peaks. Hot <laughs> damn! Oh boy,
1: as we're gonna find out, boy, oh boy, this episode, guys. Yeah. Wow, it's pretty satisfying. Um,
0: ah, it was, but I felt like like it was so rapid fire that it's hard to like uh, formulate any real ideas about a scene before the next scene is sure. over. Sure,
1: I feel very... I feel they've been laying the groundwork for that kind of rapid fire, sort of like the um the the oversaturation of uh of content um for the a, a, a fair few episodes now like four or five episodes now it's just been like wow that was the craziest amount of things that i've ever seen in a tv show happen at once and then the next episode comes out it's like wow that was somehow even more full of stuff <laughs> and like my notes like which i've been keeping um are just getting longer and longer and longer <laughs>
0: like oh boy mine mine are also longer and i think i was writing them like so fast that, like, when I start the sentence, it's one scene, and then by the time I finish it, it's, like, two more <laughs> scenes later. So my comments may or may not make
1: any sense. Well, I mean, really, I mean, that's, I mean, you know, what, you know, what else is new here? <laughs> no, um, people
0: aren't tuning in to hear me make sense.
1: <laughs> I think they're going to be disappointed hey, if it's that's Twin Peaks.
0: The if they're looking for sense,
2: they're listening to the wrong podcast.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, you know guy Dubin goes full bobby bid big talk
2: <laughs> um but uh, talking about the notes the uh the uh, yeah i've had i've multiple uh scenes where it's just one sentence so this okay. episode is a different animal and it yeah, works
0: yeah i have scenes where it's a whole sentence which is crazy
1: for me <laughs> yeah really what you, uh june uh, your your notes now what are they like like yeah, like three or four sentences
0: uh it's uh three sides and <laughs> Uh, one pitcher. <laughs> Ooh, you
1: drew a picture? Ah <laughs> oh, boy. So Why, it, not, not sure what that was, but okay.
2: I mean that is just inappropriate. Come
1: on. <laughs> that what?
2: was absolutely filthy.
1: Not sure that's fridge worthy. So this episode so, yeah, was- The Last Evening, it's called. Pretty uh pretty appropriate.
0: Yeah, because it could potentially be the last evening of several characters. Dun, dun, dun! Uh, so oh. so, so uh, you, you dig this episode?
1: Yeah, yeah, no, I liked it a lot. I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm having a really good time, and I just keep on um, getting more and more into it, I guess. Like, um, I've just been really enjoying it. It's great.
0: Sounds like a good time for a break.
1: But <laughs> oh. yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that ending. Okay, uh, that, that happened, but yeah. uh, we'll get there. But, uh, huh.
2: Yeah, I, I'm going to really miss Agent uh,
1: Dale Cooper.
0: Oh, come on. <laughs> I mean, I don't
1: buy that for one
0: minute. I mean, who knows? But uh, the fact of the matter is, if you watched this episode and then had to wait forever back in olden times TV right. days, like.
1: Uh, well, how long was forever? Crap. Was it like a year? Was it multiple years?
2: I don't know offhand, but. It was, you know.
1: I'm gonna say three some, and a half years. You guys are some crappy super half fans. Years. <laughs> d- one guy's know. making crap up. One guy's a poser. I don't know. I don't know.
0: It was one season of yeah. TV.
1: Okay. Okay. So it was like a, it was like a like a regular TV season cycle. Break.
0: Yeah. Back in back when they didn't have like winter shows and summer shows and spring shows and fall right. shows, like they had one season and then the next year was the next season. Yeah. Yeah. An interesting thing about
2: this episode was that uh the writers and uh Mark Frost and the directors they uh they kept it secret that they did not have an ending. Oh, the, okay. the network thought that they solved the murder and they kept
0: it secret huh. from them and no one knew until it aired.
1: Oh, boy. Seems like kind of a dick move, like but all right.
0: Someone at the network would have watched it, but but, but only hmm. after it was filmed and they had no choice to air it. Whoops. Ah. <laughs>
1: interesting okay okay
0: Uh, they're tricky i mean they got around the sensors before you know so they're always pulling pranks on the the network
1: pulling (laughs) pranks yeah yeah that's interesting because it was kind of like it was i guess ambiguous but at the same time i guess and again we'll get to this but oh boy Uh (laughs) that thing that happens at the end there that last scene it's like oh boy sure do have everything wrapped up yeah he's in such a chipper (laughs) mood you know yep Again, we're getting ahead of ourselves, though. Yes. Right, we're only on the last scene. <laughs> Hey, we should start at the
2: beginning. Indeed. Oh. We are at Jacoby's. Dames search Jacoby's place. <laughs> James' AV skills finally have real-world uses. Jacoby's hairy nut reveals Lara's secret.
1: <clears throat> Sorry. <clears throat> yes, you, you started a podcast with a seven-year-old.
2: <laughs>
1: yep. So yeah, Names they find the nuts. Yep. So they go creeping in there, and uh, they find all those umbrellas, and it's like that's kind of neat. And it's just like you know, he's had different drinks around wherever you know, and it was pretty neat because I I couldn't tell um, at first uh, where um, if the music was there for our benefit, the the, right. um, the viewers, or it was actually happening, as is so often the case in this show. It's just like it's none of your business who can hear the music and who can't. Mm-hmm. Okay. But uh, sure enough, they have uh, uh, kooky hijinks. I know when I break into buildings, I just immediately go to the the wall, the knobs <laughs> on the wall, and just start twisting that stuff. And then James, what the hell kind of crazy, goofy bullshit was that? Like, we gotta turn it off. Let's move all the left. Like, like oh god, you guys, you guys. <sighs> anyway,
0: so, I got a, I have an exciting summer project out of this because uh, yep, I boy. twisted what my wife uh, said when we were watching. Uh, This episode into that she wants to redesign a room in our house to look like Jacobi's. (laughs) She made some offhand comment, but that's what I heard.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Some offhand comment being absolutely not June.
0: (laughs) Well, whatever. All I heard was hammock and hairy nuts at the June residence. (laughs) Oh, boy.
1: Uh, Donna's walking through and she's like, my little coconut. And she kind of notices the coconut there. She pops it open. they find uh, that session tape. That cut off um what was that episode two, three, one,
3: yeah, um, somewhere around there,
1: we finally got to hear that not as long as I was hoping, but again, we'll get to that, and they find uh the necklace,
2: mm-hmm,
0: hmm okay, so okay
2: let's talk up, okay. let's talk about those little umbrellas too that was that was neat,
0: yeah, m- the first time he met mimsy
3: <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, so I'm assuming that has more weight than is immediately obvious. Like that's something that we may or may not uh, like. That might pop up. Like maybe Mimsy is a season it two character. It may or may not. I mean, a
2: right now it's just kind of a cute detail.
1: Is um, I noticed um, much later on, and cut this out as you see fit. But when uh, Pete and uh, Catherine,
0: oh yeah, Pete's pining for uh,
1: Midge Jones. Midge. So is or Mimsy, Mimsy and Midge. Is that the same person, maybe? Oh, they
0: could be. Okay, well, in any I event, like the way you're thinking.
1: Uh, I mean, I'm thinking I'm, I'm <laughs> you throw enough spaghetti at the wall <laughs> and some of it sticks. Um, then you get ants. <laughs> I mean, do you want ants? None of that spaghetti's edible anymore. I'm just saying there's spaghetti just all over the walls of my basement <laughs> what, here at the Hedge Residence.
0: you touches the wall and then it's instantly inedible? You have... Weird standards. Yeah, really. Oh, you're, look at me! I'm Guy dude You're just eating wall spaghetti. You going? Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. like floor tacos. They're fine. Yeah, I... <laughs> like almost
1: exclusively,
0: you you snob.
2: <laughs> okay.
0: Oh, I only eat fancy plate spaghetti. Look at me. Oh, <laughs> I'm a fancy man.
2: I had a uh, <clears throat> I had a chickpea spaghetti today,
0: and it was delicious. Ooh, Ooh. I like it. It's uh, it's. Good with a sauce, this is a different podcast, but it's good with a sauce but uh by itself uh i don't think it's fantastic, but if you mix it with anything that can overpower it it uh, it's a really good replacement. The
2: version we got I enjoyed know. Mm-hmm. you know if they're listening to this point, they're in for the long haul, I think, so we
0: yeah if they're i mean if they're here now, they're clearly only here for our recipes. <laughs> so I didn't. They're oh. like, finally, the recipes have come. I've listened for 27 hours now just to get the recipe for wall spaghetti. I am And now I have it. <laughs>
1: woefully unprepared over here. Uh, oh boy.
2: Gazebo. Uh, Jacoby is taken back by saying quote unquote, Laura assaulted by ski mask creeper. Eyeball roulette.
1: Oh, so Jacoby shows up and, and, ah, oh man, even for my tastes, a tacky uh, blazer. <laughs> what? It's just like, it's like, we get it, dude. We, we get it. We get it. But... Of
0: all of your patented hot takes, this is the hottest. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, man. It's just like, it's, ah, oh God. It's like, I don't know. It felt like he was overreaching, but in in any event. So he sneaks up like he's in a Scooby-Doo episode, and he sees Maddie as Laura, and he just kind of loses his, like, he's like, oh, you know. But then, we don't even get a chance to, like, mock him for that, because the ski mask guy, remember him? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He just comes out of nowhere, just beats the crap out of Jacoby. Yeah.
0: Like, he looks like Grape Ape back there. Just, like, (laughs) Gorilla. Gorilla pummeling him.
1: Yes, yes. Wow. <laughs> dead on, dead on. Also nice Hanna Barbera grape ape uh, reference. <laughs>
0: Whew, so, so we are
2: we all now agreeing that this is a this is a dude. I mean it's hard to say because in this scene I think it's more safe to say like she
0: plays <laughs> defensive line for the Packers. So uh it was the It's possible 90s. that it was just a very beefy Xena uh, sized woman. Strong lady <laughs> who could uh, use her very strong forearm muscles to knock a guy out by hitting him in the back
1: I think if it was a woman in the ski mask um, and we had run into this person before like I think she would have stood out as being very large maybe Dr. Jacoby is kind of small on the smaller side but uh, this person kind of towered over him and just um, and maybe it was partially the pummeling but uh,
2: who are some strong women we know
1: Nadine uh, um, n- yeah maybe. Nadine but hmm.
0: I mean I, I think all women are strong personally <laughs> Of course. Okay, you.
1: <laughs> All right, you guys. No, but like physically strong. Um,
0: what? They, they can be physically strong too, you jerk.
1: In this, in this context, in this scene, you loon. Um, what?
0: I mean, uh, if there it wasn't was she she's taller. Salamina Grundy. Uh, <laughs> okay, it could have been her. That's or, not uh... a person. Whoever was quite the pummeler.
1: Yeah, they took him out like the freaking trash. Um, but of course, you know he wasn't paying attention. He was; his eyes were fixated on Maddie, aka Laura. So this person just came up behind him and just like freaking like beat him like a freaking like a, a, a drum kit. I
2: thought it was interesting. Uh, he uh, it seemed like he wasn't really buying any of it up until that moment when he saw. Maddie with the wig on.
1: Yeah. And then. Now, how much of that was what he wanted to see, though? Like, it right. seems like. I mean, Jacoby is a lot of things, but he's not stupid.
0: Right. But I mean, she was pretty convincing. Almost like it's the same actress. <laughs> <laughs>
1: fair point. Fair point.
2: And um, uh, yeah, really. Another interesting thing to to uh, point out was when he was getting uh, beaten up. You you could actually hear underneath the music a heartbeat. Yeah. Uh, going faster and faster, and we learned later that he had a heart attack.
1: Yes, correct.
2: So yeah, uh, so they sent him to Sparkwood in twenty one. I'm just looking through my notes here. Jacoby is taken back.
1: So the gazebo's at Sparkwood in twenty one. No, no,
2: no, no. They they sent him to
1: Sparkwood in twenty one. Oh my God! Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. He, uh, yeah. He's like, haha. I see the gazebo. Why'd you have me go there?
2: Well, Yes. Yes. I'm
1: suspecting that um, you know that you know, uh, um, uh, James and Donna were breaking into his office and stealing right. his hairy, hairy nuts. <laughs> Or, well, I guess emptying is hairy, hairy nuts. yeah. Anyway. No. Yikes.
2: Casino. Cooper's born lucky. Big tip yeah. with a meaningful chip for Jacques. Audrey, mm-hmm. the queen of diamonds, impresses Blackie. Audrey sees Coop in the monitor, spending time with the
0: owner. Whew. Yeah. <laughs> so this, scene's, this scene starts out with a big head just... Like sucking at gambling worse than he sucks at bar fights when he's drugged. <laughs> I think he might have been drugged in this scene too. I think we're going to find out later Yeah, he was drugged and that's why he is such a bad gambler. Yep.
1: It's, uh, it's just like, wop, wop, wop. It's like, oh, big head. Like, hey. It opens on him losing.
2: He's a great wig wearer. Uh, he, and he, that makes and, it. And mustache wearer. Yes.
1: I mean. I think I have a, a Hull and or Oates um, Halloween costume that <laughs> looks better than the, the... I mean, yikes. But I guess he pulls it off. So he's uh, he's tapped out. Right. But Cooper, on the other hand, there's a pile of cards there.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, it's like, are you? You know, Jacques is like, are you sure you want to know the cards? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> Maybe he doesn't say it quite that ridiculously, but in any event. <laughs> um, and sure enough, he beats the house's 20 with a 21 because Cooper... Right, that hostess that comes up and tries to lure him away—he's very polite to her. He is. He absolutely is. Did did they send her to him?
2: I think the idea is that if you're doing well, they try to earn their money back by uh, by uh, uh, fucking it out of you. Wow,
0: (laughs) I I was convinced. I was convinced that she was the. the girlfriend from the great outdoors so much so that when I first watched this, I missed the next scene because I was r- scouring the internet <laughs> to try to find out if it was the same girl. And, uh, the, the internet uh, doesn't have any evidence of that. Oh. So it probably was. She's on well, this episode shame. quite a bit.
1: Yeah. She comes up later. Um, in a very cool scene that, um, in fact, very soon. But, um, so it seems like they were trying to lure him away from the table. It's Like, okay. All, all right. There, hot shot. Come on.
0: Right. Um, uh, Big Ed, when he uh, loses, like, uh, the waitress then says to him, oh, I guess our date's off tonight right. then. Yes, he just <laughs> so <goes ahead>. shrugs. <laughs> yeah, so clearly that's where the money
1: goes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. So uh, Coop wins pretty big, and he uh, he tips pretty big, too. Mm-hmm. It's a $1,000 chip and um, hands it to Jacques, and Jacques doesn't, I guess, doesn't recognize it. Or reacts like he doesn't recognize it. I feel Jacques is sort of an open book. Like, he doesn't seem like...
2: He's a big dumb oaf.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's I think those a are the words.
2: You're yeah, well, that yeah. too. Well, that no, too. He's,
1: he's dumb. He's short-sighted. Um, yeah, yeah. The, the, the scenes coming up um, um, in a couple here. Um, it really um, speaks to that. But uh, he, he takes the tip, and uh, Cooper's like, "I'm a friend of Leo." Uh, friend of Leo, and he's like, "Oh, who's Leo?" And it's like, "Like, let me buy you a drink. We got to sit down and talk. You're dense.
2: <laughs> you're thick in more ways than one." There's yucks
1: He's husky. But um, in any event, um, it really seems like at this point, if Jacques had any kind of self-awareness, like he'd know that it's like, oh, shit, people are on to me. Right. But he doesn't. But in any event, we'll get
0: to that. I thought Coop seemed pretty convincing.
1: Yeah. It's generally the guy that shows up unannounced without the, um, the blessing of the guy that you're working for directly. It's like, oh, no, no. I'm the guy that runs the thing. It's like, I don't know. I would have been more... But he said
0: he didn't have any details on, like, uh, the boss anyway, so it could have been him. I don't know. I would have bought it. I thought Coop was selling it.
1: Oh, he sells it. All right. And we'll get to that.
2: Audrey and Blackie. Did I already say that? Hold on. Oh, I, I included that with this scene. Okay. You did, yeah. Okay, so never mind. So now, yes, Audrey and Blackie. Yes. Yeah, so, so what happens? Uh, Audrey sees Coop on the monitor. Blackie is prepping Audrey f- to meet the owner.
1: So Audrey enters dressed mm-hmm. as a hostess, cupcake. Right. <laughs> um, I don't know. She's all froofy and like uh, done mm-hmm. up, and um, she's flanked by two other hostesses. And boy, oh boy, it just really felt like again, like Blackie is some sort of supervillain, mm-hmm. and these are her like like these her hench men you know hench women or whatever it's like but uh have it, you, have what's you, up
0: have ever been to uh the woodsy the owl's secret layer hooters where all of his uh hooter girls are walking around just like uh, <laughs> i have not because <laughs> it seemed more like uh that than uh a secret layer, as much as it just did like a uh they had a uniform
1: <laughs> i'm just saying it just seems like blackie has these underlings and they they wear flamboyant costumes and uh I don't know. They do her bidding. It just seemed very like 1960s Batman. You know, like, Anyway, keep
0: saying this. I, I do not remember these, these uh, outfits from Batman. Yeah, okay, you don't not remember the exact, costumes from Batman?
1: <laughs> not the exact I don't remember outfits, these costumes from Batman. Obviously. It w- no, this would certainly be a not different... these costumes, you loon. <laughs> It was, uh, you know, it's just like, I don't know. It's just, it just kind of like, it reminded me of that. Like, it's like, oh, it's like, the, the theme. They're really, they really went all in on the theme. But anyways.
2: Like her, so like Audrey her, comes in. Like her name, like her name would be the Madam or something, and uh, something like that, yeah.
1: And her underlings yeah. would
0: be... maybe Blackjack.
1: Whoa! <laughs> but yes, certainly
0: because one-eyed Jacks. Yeah. Yes, out. and her name is Blackie.
1: Also true. Yes. So Audrey comes in. She sees uh, Coop on the video camera, <laughs> and uh, Blackie says the owner is coming, and she's like, "Well, who's that? No names." And immediately, I had the worst feeling in my stomach. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like. I know who that is. <laughs> and I was, hmm. let's just say, I was not let down because... Blah. So anyways, uh, so Blackie has uh, Audrey pick a card. She picks uh, the Queen of Diamonds, correct? That's right. And it's like, oh, good good choice, I guess.
2: And then, you know, uh, Blackie uh, maybe makes a little pass at her.
1: Yeah, was that what that was?
2: I, it kind of seemed like it.
1: You know what? Later on, um, um, there's a line let's check out the new girl and i was wondering that myself it's like uh-oh it's gonna make this um, a group um a group effort but group. um i'm just what <laughs> you know i don't know it's, it's a teamwork effort <laughs> teamwork makes the dream work guy Dudeman. okay i'm just Ooh, saying dream
0: work dream
1: work <gasps> oh don't get sued but anyways uh yeah so uh and that cuts away
2: huck listens Jacques is a pig and Coop makes him squeal. Information. Coop's Here. the bank. Bite the bullet, baby. We gotta tread on the line. This one's a keeper.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh boy. See what so, I did Jacques. there with Jacques? Oh no, I see what you did there with Jacques. <laughs> nope. That was pretty good. I like your uh I like your um your little synopses. <laughs> it's uh it's good stuff. So Jacques's yes. a a, a dunderhead, mm, essentially. Oh, head. Yeah.
2: Yeah, they, they, he uh, they definitely make him look just like he has no control of anything. He has no control over his drinking, no control over his the way he looks at women.
1: Uh. Yeah, so he's yeah he's kind of a moron. Keeps like the bank, and he, it's a pretty good story. But Jacques really uh, hmm. ah boy, Jacques really just uh, he's an oversharer. I right. feel right. It's like oh you know I'm the bank. How do you think uh, you know uh, a two bit jerk like leo or whatever he said uh you know like whose funding is like oh you're the money oh okay <laughs> you <Yep."> um, <laughs> you powerful um so oh boy so coop just drops uh, like uh, i'm sorry jacques just drops about um you know koopa uh, with very little goading just drops about the cabin and laura
2: right well he um, uses the the chip right to, as the
1: uh we'll use the chip uh, but he also he kind of like uh mimicked the minor bird and mm-hmm. it was just like and jacques yeah. i tried to leave but Coop's like, look at money, and Jacques's like, okay. And it's just like his greed got <laughs> well, the better Coop of him. Coop
0: also had a Coop also had a lot of information yeah. that uh would make him think that, you know, he was in the inside.
1: Yeah, sure. You know who in
0: the
2: Black Lodge? What the hell happened there?
1: sorry. You know who else might have a lot of information? You know the police investigating the case, but I know i I digress right right, so coop offers them five grand now and five on completion to just meet them at the the um well was it the black the black lake processing plant or something like that is it the black something lake
0: Something
1: like that okay which is that the mill um is that josie is it the packer I don't mill? think so okay so it's a different mill so so they got' him.
2: right, well, yeah, we haven't gotten there yet, but
1: Okay, yeah, okay. I'm just um when we get there and So uh so Cooper I was like, yeah I gotta know about the chip. You know, how did it happen? Oh yeah. And oh yuck.
2: Yeah, this is a very uh <sighs> the scene. Yeah. This yeah, is creepy.
1: Yeah, Jacques uh, was obviously enjoying this whole thing that went down. So um so Laura was tied up and she liked that. Ah, so the minor bird just adored Laura mm-hmm. and hopped on her shoulder and her being tied up um, once it started pecking her like little love bites. So that explains that from earlier from the autopsy. Right. And what... Um, oh, Christ. What's his name? Andrew Albert. Alex... Albert. Albert. Thank you. It was an A. Adam. Algernon. It's just like... Okay, so the, the minor bird was um, Waldo. The minor bird was pecking at her and uh, Leo was giving it to her. So I guess that explains... Uh, some of the other findings that they found, and then uh, and then Leo makes her bite down on the chip, bite the bullet, baby, bite the bullet, and we are just like, we are right, right in his grill. We are right in that 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 like, oh God, it was like a ham with a mouth and stubble. <laughs> you know, it's just like, oh God, bleh. yeah, God, but anyways, and he is obviously enjoying Is uh, he's, he's enjoying? Uh, Jacques is enjoying relay, re, you know, like relaying that and like kind of reliving that that scene
3: mm-hmm.
1: like, yuck so Coop says something to the effect of uh thanks for clearing that up for me and then Coop says something uh, that stuck out in, in my mind he said uh see you on the other side Jock and I feel that was kind of um portentous um nah I don't know I mean maybe the other side of the border but I took it a different way which and we'll get to that
2: the other side of a jail cell
1: Whoa! Yeah, so he said, see on the other side, Jacques, and it just seemed kind of like uh, foretold something that happens later.
2: We just see Audrey kind of sitting there. She, she, he can hear some of the other uh, patrons. Yeah, she knows,
1: she knows what she's in for, I guess. It's like, this isn't going to go well, but she, I, something compels her. She, like, has to know. Right. And um, I wonder if she suspects that she already knows who the person that's going to walk through that door, the, the, the identity of that person is. Oh boy, we'll we'll get to that too. Yeah. Yikes.
2: Awkward.
1: <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> like immediately, I knew it's just like, oh yeah, the owner. No, 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 no names. It's like, oh Christ. Oh <laughs> no. Oh, you.
2: It's Andy. What? Mm-hmm. Shelly owes. Shelly washes her hair. Leo toys with Shelly. She made him do this.
1: Ugh. It seems. There's a lot of upsetting scenes in this, um, in this episode, but this is, um, this is one of the more unfortunate ones. So she's, she's We're in a
2: lot of upsetting scenes.
1: Yeah. Oh boy. It's almost as if that's kind of his like hallmark. It's just like, Hey, yeah. I'm here to make you uncomfortable. Cause I'm a dick hole. Uh-huh. She's washing her hair with, it looked like dish soap almost. <laughs>
0: I, I like thought the... that the first time I watched it and then the second time I think almost positive it was uh, VO5 okay. Uh, oh, okay
1: was it okay because it really looked like yeah. I don't know maybe because she was doing like when it when I the first sink. saw it
0: I thought it was like Pine Sol or like something weird yeah, it was something and like, then, the, like, the next time I saw it I remembered that like I remembered a shampoo bottle like right like, like something like similar that, like that style shampoo bottle like from way back in the like day back
1: in the day okay okay yeah,
0: i think it was like vo5 or something like that good
1: good good so good okay so it's a little less product upset. placement
0: if you want uh, to get under this vo5 uh Cha-ching. next season's a good entry point so uh, you know sponsor money <laughs> throw it at us <laughs> oh boy
1: so she's washing her hair in the sink in her, like, partially renovated kitchen. The whole thing is just, like, and at first I thought it was, like, a dish soap. And it's just, like, I just felt sad. It's like, oh, God. Right. And she had the gun, and like, oh, this doesn't end well. And then uh, suddenly, Leo! Right. And he plays, like, funny towel games. It's like, oh, there's soap in my eyes. I'm like, ho-ho, oh, ho-ho, you can't have the towel. Woo-hoo! Mm-hmm. Leo, what a nut. But he gets her gun. And, uh, the, 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 the frickin', the, 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 the jig is up. You're like, oh, yeah. you made me do this. Uh-oh.
3: Yeah.
1: Uh, not great. Where, um, where did she shoot him at? Where did he get hit with the bullet initially? The arm. the arm, yeah. It was the arm. Oh, yes, it was the arm. Yep, we, I think we knew that. Actually, you know what?
0: Everyone. We definitely knew from when he was sitting in the pickup.
1: Yes, with the rifle. Okay, maybe cut that part out, Guy Dudeman. Maybe I will. Oh,
0: <laughs> Maybe he won't. Uh, probably not. Uh, it's going to play wacky music underneath
1: it and be wharp, like... Wharp, uh, wharp, wharp, twang. Duty
0: <laughs> oh,
1: man, my head is filled with pudding.
0: Mm-hmm. Jacques set
2: up. Handy, bro out. Jacques gets set up.
1: Andy's a hero. Wow. Yeah, right? So Truman and Andy are staked out, and uh, Truman's like, is Lucy uh, talking to you yet? And... um Kind of oddly, Andy's like, well, you know how we say it in the business. <laughs> it's like, it's a cold trail. It's like, oh, God, can you Barney Fife a little harder right now? Anyways, he was
0: cooler than that. He was like, uh, I was honest. It was honestly like when I first heard it, I was like, wow, did the person who wrote this scene watch any of Andy's scenes? Before exactly. This? Yeah. But they're okay." Like, um, uh,
1: I think, he way of, uh, uh-huh. I think they were kind of uh cooler than normal. I think they were kind of setting something up that happened. It's just like okay, so he's like he's hip with the lingo, he's it's down, a cold he's with it. Trail. Sorry. <laughs> it's, I... Um but then Jacques arrives and uh it's a setup. So they um the cops pounce and uh Jacques is uh taken and then one who are all, the, all these deputies that came out of nowhere? Like where were these guys <laughs> earlier? It was like, Oh, he's got my gun. It's like, oh my god, they what cloned, you... they cloned Andy. <laughs>
0: like, like, what do I think is uh eating the seven thousand donuts they put on the table every day. It's not just the three cops. I need
1: mean, isn't it? I'm I'm There's I'm a fifty thousand people in this town. Mm. <laughs> so Jacques grabs one of their guns as, uh, Truman's walk away. And then suddenly it's like action. Andy, boom, done. It's like, right. Oh, ho, ho. hits him in the shoulder. Um, and, uh, no tears, no tears for Andy. Right. He's just like, yeah, as he was, defiantly as, he was uh, very
0: Clint, as he was very Clint Eastwood, I uh, referred to him as dirty Andy. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> like dirty Harry.
1: No, yeah, like Dirty Harry and not somebody that we. Used yeah, Dirty enough.
0: Harry. It's Dirty Andy.
1: I wonder if that uh, that, uh, that pot of whatever it was is uh, still out there roaming the streets. Because <laughs> I bet it is. And it's angry. He also,
0: he also really reminded me of Al Powell from Die Hard, uh, Reginald Vale Johnson, when uh, he saves uh, John McClane at the end. Okay, okay. Like when he's just standing there and they pan up and he's got the gun, like the scene. Yeah. Uh, well, it was that it was power very...
1: stance? I think uh, at the end of um... oh shit, what was it? Remember we saw uh, that um, that Hitchcock one, and it was um...
0: I'm sure it's something like that's used a lot. Like, yeah, it uh, was like that power you know, stance, like and... yeah.
1: But it was like yeah, it was, he was sitting there in like a power stance, like oh shit, okay. It's a nice not end. expecting that.
2: It's a nice end to that to, to the Andy arc. Like yeah, uh, I'm Andy. I'm a big goof. I'm Andy. I'm a terrible
0: shot. Yeah, people make fun of me. I'm Andy. I'm an action hero. I'm Andy. I dropped
2: my gun. I'm Andy. I practice hard. I'm yeah, Andy. man, he practiced the I'm fuck out of some practice. Right. They, Seriously, they skip a lot of the 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 scenes where he's practicing, but uh,
0: the training montage right. where he's in the oh. there sweating. <laughs> June, stop, get out of my head,
1: dude. Because I was just gonna say, it's just like it, we would have, we could have done with a training montage because it really, like, <laughs> I think it were it would sold us short for the um the growth. That yeah, Andy showed. Yeah. It's just like get some survivor in there and just freaking blast that shit and just like freaking show Andy like, you know, getting, you know, better and better. And then eventually just saves Truman's ass. Right. Crazy.
2: One could also make the argument that, uh, that Andy, uh, wasn't able to, uh, when, when it comes to things like shooting targets, not a big deal, but when it really counts, Andy's the guy.
1: Yeah. So he's reliable when it, when, when, you know, it he's, you know, everybody's on the line. But then, I mean, and, and yes, I'll agree with that. It's like, okay, like, he stood up and, like, he took care of business just then. But when they were um, um, going into the, um, oh, shit, was it a Twin Oaks or whatever hotel? Like, uh, he really did. Uh,
2: he knew there what?
0: was just uh, a salesman he in knew. there. He could his, his Andy sense didn't go off. Right. So he knew it was safe to pretend to be a buffoon. <laughs> That's right. Andy sense, really? All right. <laughs> Dirty Andy sense. No, Jesus. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, pretty much. But, I mean, that's it in the sense that, uh, you know, that's the coolest thing ever. But, yeah, that's, that's it. Right. It
1: right. was pretty cool. I was not expecting that. I'll nice. be honest with you. It was, it was a good, um, you yeah, know, it was a good character um, growth moment. Yeah. I want to get a poster
0: of that scene. <laughs> <laughs>
2: scene 8, The Haywards. Lara's uncomfortable tape vindicates Jacoby in the kid's eyes. Red Corvette. Milk and cookies comment mirrored by Dr. Hayward. Secrets from parents. How did he get the necklace? Those last two things are probably not meant to be part of that. These are just me uh, having thoughts as I went on. Because because uh, mm-hmm. Dr. Hayward, because they had the... Because uh, Laura says, Oh, my mom's coming, give, bringing, us cook, bringing me milk and cookies after she's talking about these secrets that she has to Dr. Yeah. Jacoby. And then her dad comes, and they have to like clam up and... Pretend like nothing's going on. Yeah. So it's kind of doubling, doubling, doubling,
1: doubling. Oh, geez. Well, it opens, Doc Hayward is in the background. Um, you can hear his voice. He's on the phone. He's like, I'll be right there. So immediately I thought he was uh, uh, sent to the scene uh, to, um, to assist with uh, Jacques' bullet wound.
0: Oh, right. Some Jacques support. Right.
1: Oh, Jesus. Oh, my
0: God. <laughs> um, but, a bitch. Um,
1: it's a neat scene transition where Donna kind of walks in and she has the tape. Right. And um, James and Maddie are there. They play the the uh, coconut tape, and sure enough, it's uh, it's Laura, and um, it's uh, Thursday the twenty third.
3: Uh huh.
1: And then that weird. Um, James is uh, uh, sweet, but he's so dumb. Right. Uh, oh man. Awkward. Yeah. It's like, Awkward. Yeah. Seriously, it's like.
0: But it was. It,
1: I mean, maybe it offered James a little more closure. You know. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he pans um, it off well. He's like, oh, okay, well, it's, uh, this works out good because she thought I was dumb, so now I don't have to feel bad about banging her best friend yeah. 25 minutes after she died.
1: 25? I think that's pretty generous there, June. But, uh,
0: <laughs> so, you know, um, it allows them to rationalize their relationship.
1: It's like a 10 count. But uh, anyways, um, and I could totally only take so much of sweet. And then uh-huh. she mentions the mystery man again and his red Corvette, and it's like, oh, fuck. So they are really uh, laying it on here that they want us to believe that Leo's the freaking guy, you know, like... Or Prince. Or, or, yep, yep, it's, it's, well, she didn't specify if it was a little red cornet, but, I mean, fair enough. So, yeah, so Leo's like, man, that guy's in the hot seat, huh? But then James, like, um, well, James says, like, well, Jacoby didn't kill her, he was trying to help her. That's what he seems to believe. But then Donna,
2: why do you think that they why, what did they hear on there that makes them think that I'm always a little confused? Uh,
1: you know what? I, I'll be honest with you. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't necessarily disagree with uh, with James's take on that. But maybe it's I mean, maybe he really is kind of dumb because Donna immediately almost says, well, then how did he get the necklace? Yeah. And nobody has an answer. It's like, that's a good freaking question. Like, yeah. How did he get that? Um, I don't know. Maybe James doesn't believe the, uh, want to believe that Jacoby did it, you know, for whatever yeah, reason. Maybe uh, I don't know.
0: You know, he's still reeling from the, the burn.
2: <laughs> the mill, Leo light lighting Shelley's fire, and you think, and that's it.
1: Whew. So that what was up with that tree? It looked like
2: it was just one of their. It's just one of the. Uh, those imp, those uh, Ghost scene changing trees. shots. That's right. Yeah, well, yeah,
1: certainly, certainly. But it looked the tree looked like I don't know. It looked weird. It was all like black and like like it almost looked wet and it was like a giant eel that they were carving up.
2: Yeah, I think they they make them wet so that the uh, the sawdust just kind of falls down and goes up into everywhere.
1: the air. Or right. ignite because of the friction. That's, that's probably rock, why. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh, I just answered my own question, guys! Hooray! Um, anyways. <laughs> So, Leo, that guy's up to no good. Boy, oh, boy. Yeah. Gas cans and lumber and Shelly. Oh, my. It's happening. Um, Oh, boy. So he sets that timer, and he tells her, uh, you have about an hour to think about what you did to me. Cause by, um, because by then, Bobby Briggs is going to be dead. And then he yeah, had man. the audacity to say, you broke my heart? Leo's an asshole.
2: Yeah, he, he's very unrepentant about all of this.
0: She's tearing him apart. <laughs> stop it you um you know what I thought you... this was like sensitive of leo you know he's showing his sensitive side about how uh, mm. he's all about feelings oh my god <laughs> Shelley, a... i'm all about feelings <laughs> <laughs> yeah leo's an
1: asshole but um you know i'd like to point out june that you uh you always gave me shit for trying to tie the room into this but um uh... I yeah, it, it just for you.
0: Nah. I, I thought about it earlier. <laughs> I, and appreciate I was like, eh, I'll throw him a bone.
1: I feel <laughs> that um, Twin Peaks intentionally is hitting that tone, and um, The Room unintentionally is hitting a similar tone, and they need somewhere uh, in the middle.
0: I think their tones are totally unrelated, as one is like a, an odd but haunting weird melody, and the other is like uh, nails on a chalkboard. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> With uh, fart noises.
1: <laughs> Ooh, tell me more. Um, I think they're both going for that kind of that soapy, over-the-top, um, overly dramatic
0: um You're giving uh, one way too much credit, and it's the one that we're not spending months podcasting. <laughs>
1: Wait, which one is that, June? Anyways, um, I think that there's, it, at at their hearts, I think they're going for a similar tone. But it's this is neither here nor there. That's a different podcast. Um, we call <laughs> it... Uh, it's happy hour in the room. Um, we'll, yeah, we're gonna wait until you're <laughs> well, all liquored up, guy, good. dude, mid, and then we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna drop that one on you. All right. So Leo, that guy, what an asshole! Um, and then he's gonna kill Bobby, which. Um,
0: oh.
2: The Hurleys. I just wrote Ndean's scene is heartbreaking.
0: Oh God. So. Well, She's clearly put a lot of thought into it. Well, yeah, like, it has uh, to be
1: just perfect because yeah. it's her. You know, it's her. You know, this is it's all about her and that's fine. Cause if you're going to do that, that's it, that really should be all about you. But in any event, um, she lays that picnic blanket down and then they like, kind of like zoom out a little and she's in that dress. I'm like, Oh God, she's going to fucking kill herself. But I couldn't mm-hmm. really figure out why. Well, it was it's like, because of, because the, of the drapes of... because of the drapes. Oh my Lord. She is invested in the success of these drapes. So Jeez, she's Jesus. passionate about it for sure.
0: She was going to change her life. It it
1: was going to be a
2: change of life for them. That was the the way she was thinking of it.
1: But Oh my goodness. Poor Nadine. I feel really bad for her. She doesn't seem to be...
0: What a change (sighs) for her. What a turn for her, right? Yeah. Yeah. Not that long ago, she was using her superpowers to (laughs) break things, and now she's uh, considering (laughs) ending it.
1: Good Lord. So she writes that note... And she pours the water and is like, this is ritualistic. And it's like, she's definitely killing herself. And she pours the pills. It's like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So that wasn't me just being callous and just freaking like, um, you know, jaded about all this shit. Like, it's like, holy shit. She's really gonna, yeah, you know, she's going through with it.
0: Leave a beautiful corpse.
1: Oh, that's so sad.
2: And she says goodbye. It's Oof. Stop so it. Anything else to say about that?
1: Uh no. It, it, besides it being like really like like I wasn't expecting that, and yeah, also I was sad. Yeah, geez. Okay. Good grief.
2: This is an emotional roller coaster. This episode.
1: This episode is not fucking around.
2: Right.
1: We just say that with all the feelings.
2: Scene eleven. The Packers. Josie and Hank discuss their agreement. They're now partners. Hank's business re- philosophy reflects his marriage.
1: There you go. So that Hank he's an articulate dickhead, um suddenly, the ninety grand that they had agreed on for what now um right. wasn't he, enough.
2: He goes on a, a big uh, uh, speech that yeah uh, so what, what does he what does he talk about?
1: Well, he's talking about um the um the hit and run, and apparently that was Josie's fault, not him, so he did her jail time.
2: um I think we're maybe mis- misunderstanding something here.
1: Oh, well, then lay it on me. Maybe we are. Who knows? Well, no, 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 Because he mentions the boating accident. Right. So, okay. obviously, there's some fuckery afoot. So what? He killed her husband? Maybe. Oh, for Kite. Oh, come yeah.
2: on. <laughs> I think we can tell him what <laughs> we're all supposed to be knowing. I don't think we're supposed to know it at this point. He just said it.
1: The boating accident?
2: Yes. Right here is he. he says right here that. He killed her husband. He's saying it in a weird way, a weird roundabout way.
0: Yeah. Right, in a weird roundabout way that maybe you can pick up on, maybe you don't.
1: So, hold on. So her husband killed in the boating accident was the same as the hobo that nobody knew or cared about? (laughs) No. Okay.
2: (laughs) The hobo, this is where it gets weird.
1: Uh, oh, wow. Jeez, here. Okay, everybody at <laughs> home, buckle the fuck up because Twin Peaks is about to get weird.
2: Everything else was fine up until this point. Everything else made I sense. I mean, was it?
1: Was it? I'm winding up a shoe to throw through your window.
2: Um, You've got quite an arm, arm on you then.
1: Well, you have no idea.
2: It gets weird because he re- del- apparently deliberately ran over a homeless person in order yeah. to uh, have an alibi for this boating bomb that he
1: okay so that was his alibi it seems like pick up any of those.
2: that okay it's, it's, it's a weird long rant and it probably took me a while to understand it too. but that's huh, it, that is what happened
1: it really seems like there was a better way to do that like uh, i need an alibi why don't i snuff a homeless person like what Okay, fine, Hank. You you do you, there, buddy.
2: For whatever reason, this is how they decided to uh, to, to play this out.
1: So Hank is a loony. Also, that scene, uh, the um, the angle of that scene where he's uh, he's kind of uh, trying to uh, convince her. He's oh, got right. antlers. That is fantastic.
2: Now I understand why I wrote this. I wrote horny Hank.
1: Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha Ooh, is that the horniest moment? <laughs> Well, they're trying to make him like demonic maybe or it's just like oh no he's villainous and he has you know horns or is it just hilarious you know i mean sure 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 yeah, it's also that is it's, it's uh, not choice red
0: nose later oh boy
1: <laughs> she thinks i'm cute <laughs> He just Hank, save Christmas, or does he snuff a hobo callously? I mean, well, there's, a, uh, there's a he fine line. snuff the
0: hobo to save Christmas. It's good, complicated.
1: Good Lord, man. He explains
0: it in this scene about how, you know, uh, he had to kill that hobo to save Christmas, but it's, it, it's buried in a lot of other details.
1: June, if this is your pitch to the Hallmark Network for your, your, your idea for a, a Christmas special, they're going to they're gonna fucking chuck you out a window. They're going to ask you they, to leave.
0: They make 900 Christmas movies every year. They accept any script for a Christmas movie. So I'm going to get off this call and get on that call and say, hey. Oh, jeez. Okay. Anyways, give me move- the money that Guy Duden is hoarding. Yeah. Oh, sweet Jesus. We're, moving on. You're cut off.
2: That's sweet,
0: sweet podcast money. Oh for yeah, fuck's he's sake. Got four t shirts from it.
1: Mm. <laughs> oh boy. So uh Hank, that guy uh that guy's like Leo but worse. And I don't like it.
0: And he I thought that uh, there was, was like a progression, like where you're like, uh, this uh Jacques guy is bad news, and then you're like, uh, this Leo guy is bad news, and then you're like, uh, this Hank guy is bad news. Yep. Yep. Right.
1: Yeah, now there's who's a lot
0: of repeating in this episode?
1: Who's gonna outdo Hank? I feel like there's probably somebody that's worse than him yet.
0: Great babe, maybe.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, the freaking ski mask guy who we may or might not. <laughs> Oh boy, wonder who that's gonna be. Anyways, oh, I hope it's somebody we know.
2: And how do we end the scene then? He uh, he he has a blood packed with her, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. that's uh, it's upsetting. Great. That's uh but she's okay. like she's like um like I'm just going to rub this on my face now.
2: She's making a uh, lemonade out of lemons, you know. She she's got a cut <laughs> finger so she's like well you know I could use a little touch up.
1: Oh my lord. <laughs> okay. The two-year timeout.
2: The Packard Mill. Now this is a little weird with the time, isn't it? Because we were at the Packard
1: Yes, I noticed that. Yeah, this maybe so this. this skips around and it doesn't it, like at least one more time. It's like, OK, this isn't linear. So what that's kind of cool. Well, because we just saw uh, uh, Leo, Leo trust Shelly up uh, or hung Shelly up um, and he set the timer. But then they're at the mill
0: and it seemed like earlier. Yeah, but he said that's like an hour that timer was. And the mill's a big place. They this could still be linear.
1: It's eh, possible. It just. It just stil-
2: felt. But where would he? Where- because they
0: said he was like. They they said later that she was like when, uh, when uh, she finds out where to go, like she's not like in a close place. She has to leave there to go to it. It's like in room two or whatever, you know. Okay. So, Assuming- yeah, I think this is still linear. Assuming that the mill is big enough that you could
2: uh, secretly carry someone inside.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All
2: okay, right. So, scene twelve. Packard Mill. Catherine and Pete have a heart to heart. Catherine plays Pete.
1: Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, so talk about fucking scenes that are hard to watch. Anyways, um, let me just uh, let me just uh, quick interject here. The the bit with the blinds no, and awesome. those two guys, that was fantastic. Yeah. I just love that so much. It was like, it was like oh, no, no. It's a close. Hey, we're over here. Like, I'll close this one, too. Oh, no, we're, 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 we're window over. It's like, guys, read the room. But, um, so Catherine, uh, Catherine's looking for that ledger and no luck. And then she and Pete have a real heart to heart. Like, this is like, she, she opens up to him. He's like, I'm in trouble. And she kind of begs Pete to help her. And like, she reaches out to him and Pete just, oh my God. He's just like, he falls into her, into her arms. Like, oh, Catherine is like, he loves her. Yeah. And that just hurt my, that hurt me. (laughs)
0: Yeah, and then she was like, "Oh, what did I get myself into?"
1: No, she rolled her eyes, so she's totally using him, and it's just like, "Oh man, I like her even less." It's a sad, it's just a sad moment because Pete Pete seems like a real legit guy, and uh oof,
0: I think I think it might have been slightly genuine, and then but she just wasn't. uh
1: she wasn't expecting him to go
0: full. Yeah, she wasn't uh, as into it as he was, but. Uh, can I say that I think, this I think reminds... came from a genuine place? This reminds okay. me
2: very much of the scene between uh, Audrey and Ben when when Audrey was trying to get something oh. out of, something out of Ben.
1: To get the job at the uh, at the uh, the department store.
0: Yeah, the, this scene reminds me of Hank and Norma later, actually. Okay. Where. Oh. Hank is sweet-talking Norma.
1: Yeah. It seems like people want to believe stuff. Right. It's just like they don't want to, we yeah.
0: They
1: want to believe I think.
2: That,
1: yeah, exactly. It goes back to your whole, um, your guy dude, and the, the whole secrets and people don't want to know. Right. It's like, nope, this is fine like it is. And I want to, yep, I just want to keep on, you know, drinking the Kool-Aid here. Hmm. Huh. Interesting. Interesting. Look at us figuring stuff out. <laughs> Anyways, it was a or sad not. moment or not. I mean, who the hell even knows, folks? <laughs> who who knows? Is it me? I'll tell you what. It's not me.
0: <laughs> Anyways, it is you. It's everyone.
1: <laughs> oh, stop it, you.
2: She's te- she is tearing apart that room and Yeah, the-
1: that office. Yeah.
2: She uh, asked him for his help, right?
1: Yeah. And he was all too happy to just I don't know, he buckled like a belt, but it was so sweet though. Also, that office really reminded me reminded me of um, the, um, the cannery office, and I think it was Master Ninja 2. This has nothing to do with anything, but uh, you missies out there may or may not know what I'm talking about. Is it Master Ninja 1? Might be Master Ninja 2. Anyways. Scene
2: 13. The Sheriff's Station, right?
1: Yep. Uh, yes. Police Station. Correct.
2: Hero Tales for Lucy's Benefit. Surprise. Uh-huh. She's pregnant. Bobby says, Leo says, James is an easy rider.
1: So, yeah. Who called that? You did. Because I'm pre- pretty sure it was me. It's like, yeah. So so they were totally playing it up for Lucy, who was just, I'm watering these plants. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, she went, yeah, it was just like, it was like, yep. And then, man, oh, man. And he you know, shot him. And it was great. And we all, you know, we all high-fived. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say that one of them said Truman was deader than a pound of roadside stew, which yeah. is just like, well, that's awful. Um, vivid. Yeah, that's, uh, hmm. You know, you know, some poetry there. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh, I think it was and Hawk. he makes his move. Yeah, they like, they talk him up and she's like, oh, I'm going to go over here and look at coffee or whatever. And he's <laughs> like, well, he's like, go for it. You know, give it your best shot, dude. And yeah, you know what? They got his back. And that's nice. You yeah. know, it's kind of like, uh. Yeah, it's kind of like a camaraderie moment, sort of a bro moment. They're all kind of broing out as a group, like a what's a pack of bros called? Is that like a pack? Is that like a like a pot of bros? Like uh, uh, like
2: hmm.
1: a like a a,
2: a bronc uh,
1: a bronc a bronc of bros
0: <laughs> a bronc of
1: bros. <laughs> oh man, there's an angels revenge joke in there for the um you missies out there that bronc reference, but uh, I'll let that one slide. Anyways, um, so Andy makes his move. You know, he goes into yeah. the, um. I guess they have like a little uh, kitchenette or something there. And he closes the little, uh, the fun little door there, the accordion door.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, man, oh man, it's just like, yeah, phew, kiss. Yeah, they kiss. And it's like, oh, okay. Oh, it was uh, like a relief. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, Andy. Oh, Punky. I'm like, oh, that's her, that's ah. her nickname. Okay, fine. He's a big Punky Brewster fan. This seems they, about right. He time uses worries. that earlier too. Does he? Oh, I missed it. Oh, well,
0: you well, know what? Cute. I
2: think he uses that in the, uh, the in Coop's dreams. So in the so. dream. Unless you're thinking of another no, time, maybe. I think.
0: Unless you're thinking of another I, time, I, I thought multiple times, but I don't know. Maybe Well,
1: I think I'm going to have to give this another watch through and, and keep an ear out for that. You will. But she just she she lays out like I'm pregnant.
0: Boom. And uh, and he says. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Record scratch. Yep. The
1: tumbleweed blows by and he just kinda of wanders out like like a zombie is like uh ah. and then Hawk and Big Ed, they they kind of mug sitcom style. This is like, well, wharp, 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 wharp. you know it's like oh, <laughs> like oh that's not good. Not he walks cool. off in a daze. Not, I no, think walks Andy's out
0: in like fresh coffee. Yeah, it's
1: jerks. like Yeah, it's like you guys are dicks. Like thanks for nothing jerks. But I uh, think it's
0: funny. They have a room in the cop station just for the old donut boxes. How many <laughs> donut boxes were in that room? Like a hundred.
1: I want to say they're going to make a fort out of it later. Like Andy's going oh, to like probably, go into yeah. a dream sequence. He's going to be in his donut box fort. But that's just, that's just, eggs. Hey, hot take anyways. But, um, boy, oh boy. It's like, I, I, I know in my heart that Andy's going to step up because Andy's a decent guy. Right. But, um, yeah. Yeah. It's I, like, I
2: think it's definitely, he got cut off guard.
1: He can of cut off guard, but man, oh man, Andy! Like he, he's he's coming off um, such a high, taking yeah, Jacques exactly. out and like saving Truman. And then what does he do? He immediately throws his gun on the ground, like he did outside of the hotel. Uh. It's just like, oh, <laughs> so yeah. it's like uh, Andy. We want to, we love you, and we want to, we want to think that you you have your shit together. But I mean, we're sometimes we're for you, yeah, Andy. We, were, we totally I, I, are. I, I personally we really are. Him, yes, absolutely. So Lucy goes to her desk and is like, That's I right. got to, you know, I got to get away from here. I got to focus on work. And then she gets a call. And what happens then, guys?
2: Yeah, she, um, she gets a call from uh, Bobby. Leo. Right. Leo. Wait, she, she <laughs> winks, says Leo. Wink,
1: wink, You tell him Leo Johnson said to check out James Hurley. He's an easy rider. Like, uh-oh. Is that code? I've never seen the movie Easy Rider. Is right. that about code? I think a a reference. Reference. He was
0: posing for the magazine Easy Rider.
1: <laughs> oh, say, all right, okay. Jeepers, okay, damn. It is, uh, indeed a that's, reference is that code? To the,
2: it's indeed a reference to the movie Easy Rider, and okay, uh, so... They hide their drugs in the gas tank. Right. Do they? Okay,
1: okay, okay. I've never seen that movie. That's, I have not uh, either,
2: but I only oh, know shit. that because of the show.
0: How about you, June? I haven't seen... I've seen it, but it's me, so it doesn't really matter that I've seen it. Ah, gotcha. I could so be unless remembering you saw it, it, it wrong. I could be remembering today. that episode where Alf does a wheelie on his bike, and I... I don't know. I'm listening. <laughs> Could be Could anything. Wait, hold on. But I, wait, hold I'm, on. I'm almost positive that it's, yeah, they hide their drugs in the gas tank in that movie. Okay. That is indeed okay. what it is.
1: Okay, okay. Oh, that's a shame. Bobby, kind of a dick.
0: Yeah, I wrote Bobby does a great
2: Leo. D- I mean, does he? <laughs> Not really. He's just, oh, okay, okay. Yes. This is
0: funny. <laughs> yeah. I mean, as uh, impressions go uh, adjacent or on this podcast, I think it might be the best one we've ever heard. <laughs> Hey!
1: Uh, hurtful, hurtful. The hospital. Oof.
2: Jacques is questioned. Thinks he was knocked out by Leo while Lara was killed. Search for Leo. Jacoby says he saw Lara.
1: So Jacques just spills his guts. He's like, well, I'm He's caught. He's too dumb I'm to here. lie. He's too dumb to lie, and also he's he's laying in a hospital bed. You know his arms. Okay. You know it's like there's nowhere to run. He's not gonna like yeah, shimmy exactly. out a window and like ah oh, abscond into the night. So he spills his guts, and he claims he passed out. And he and Leo fought because Leo threw a like a whiskey bottle at him, it. It hit him in the head with a whiskey bottle or some shit. Right. He's like okay, sounds like a real fun party, guys. Thumbs up to both of you.
2: So uh, Jock tells him about the Flesh World ad.
1: Yeah, they sh- they took the pictures there, huh? Yeah,
0: it was Laura's idea,
2: right? Yeah,
1: Oof. she was a.
2: She talked to Runet into it.
1: Yeah, she was a. She was like a kind of a bad influence. Uh, that Laura yeah. Palmer. It's like shit. Okay, we're just finding all this stuff out now. Is Jacques being truthful?
0: Mm. Yeah. Like I said, at this point, he sort of doesn't seem like he's got he seems like he's just, you know, laying it all out there. So, yeah, like, uh, maybe like he's being truthful. Maybe he's not. Who knows? Yeah,
1: I'm caught. And he, he got um, he passed out outside and he woke up. Leo was gone. His car was gone. Everybody was gone. And uh, he walked 15 miles back to his place, which uh, that's a hike. Especially um, with a head wound. Also true. Yeah. You now, he threw a, a bottle at his head or he, he tried to knock him out with a bottle.
0: I think he smashed a bottle over his head.
1: Jesus Christ. I mean, I've been to some parties in my life, and uh, some of them have gotten kind of wild, but... <laughs>
2: <laughs> so we're done with that one?
1: <clears throat> no, because Dr. Hayward is there, and he's talking to Dr. Jacoby. So I was wrong before. Dr. Hayward uh, got that call uh, when they were listening to the coconut tape earlier, and he was there to, he was there to assist Dr. Jacoby. And apparently, um, he's through the woods, but he was muttering some non- nonsense. He got a phone call from Laura. He saw Laura and and apparently had a heart attack not great mhm um and here we are
2: so, so just then, then then that we see Coop and Harry are piecing it together they mm-hmm. they they put out a search out for uh for Leo right
1: yep yeah they have an APB out for him oh boy okay so i'm sorry i'm getting ahead of myself but uh the best laid plans um <laughs> I don't know. It just like seemed like we were going to get the uh, the nice bow. You know, the the ending with the nice bow on top is oh, like. Sure. Well, I mean, we'll see what happens, but we'll we'll, <laughs> but we'll, we'll
0: get... see what happens.
1: Yeah, we'll we'll get to that. But it's like, oh wow, they're really netting the fuck out of this. It's like, we're well, here we go, guys. Here we go. It's like, ah, oh, <laughs> yeah. The
2: Packard's library. Catherine and Pete search. Hanks call. Sends Catherine to the mill with a gun. Did you see them ah. going through their library? And uh, Pete is gets yeah. a little bit uh, sidetracked by uh, his high school yeah, yearbook.
1: Yeah, so, so yeah, and Pete, Sorry. you know, got him. <laughs> it's pretty decent. So he picks up his old yearbook because that's where the uh, ledger is going to be, mm-hmm, Pete. And he's like, Midge, Midge Jones. Oh. And he's like, Oh, Pete, come on, dude.
2: Sweet You're... Midge
1: Jones. You know, you just, Midget you just Jones diary. Oh, my God. Okay. That's that's actually pretty good. Um, like, he reached out to Catherine, and, like, as far as he knows, unless they're not telling you something, like, it's like they had a moment. And it's like, and to just, like, well, let's look over here now. It's like, oh, boy, look at that girl that I used to like from back there. It's like, she's right there, Pete. Come on, man. <laughs> You're better than that.
3: He but uh, just then,
1: he does. He <laughs> does. It seems like Pete gets, uh, he gets... Um, distracted he gets distracted yeah thinking yeah, about what
0: might have
1: been yeah yeah it's like oh all this fuckery right now it's like you know if i hooked up with midge and married her you know maybe there'd be less fuckery <laughs> and can you can you really even blame him? because shit's kind of screwy yeah. but anyways uh just then hank calls huh. and um Catherine kind of dismisses peeves like oh i guess we will look in the other room then it's like oh pete
2: yeah, dismiss uh, more like uh, waves him away.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, she kind of like is like dismisses him. Is like, okay, I'm done with you. <sighs> and but Hank again with the with the pinpoint phone call, like the um, mm-hmm. the sketch of the Domino phone call, um, an episode of two or, or two ago. It's like it's like it's at the mill, drying shed three near the north gate.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: It's like oh, okay, what you're looking for? It's like oh boy like what do you want talk terms it's like we'll let you know right so so catherine just freaking pulls a freaking revolver out of a drawer and just leaves it's like
0: oh man catherine's packing shit's getting real mm-hmm. yeah and like two scenes ago like leo set up james well leo quotations set up james and now leo yeah. is getting set up
1: Ho ho! Oh, no wait yes yes um that's not until a little later
0: right no, but I mean when Hank calls and says it's what you're looking for. Yeah. Is in drawing he's giving up Leo. Kinda, of, but Leo, you I would imagine that Leo was gone at that point. But maybe maybe he knows Leo left something there that would point to Leo.
1: Like like his very alive
0: wife. Maybe that. Yeah.
2: <laughs> the double R. Scene fifteen, double R. Hank plays Norma. Is she really falling for this?
0: Ooh.
1: So yeah, it it opens and Hank is totally schmoozing on her. And oh like, heck. Yeah, what a dick. Heck. <laughs> it's like and he makes
0: his move and again, what a dick. Yeah. But
1: it's like the guy's like um
0: she ah. But like his ah. mullet is like so good. Like is I'm sure like point. it's hard to see past. It's hard to see past that mullet. That his is on point. Waterfall.
1: Point. <laughs> He has a charisma that I think um uh, Norma is kind of like she's she's uh, susceptible to. I think she's you, you know? know
2: he's a, he's a good-looking guy. She wants to believe that he's he's She
1: does want to believe that. Yeah. And she's like um she, the, the her and Big Ed have kind of cooled it. So it's like yeah. shit, what do I do now? Right. This just like and he makes his move. It's like, "Oh, no, no, Norma, don't, don't, don't." But it's just like freaking like
2: She still looks conflicted. Scene 16, The
1: Hurleys. No. God damn it. Man, how much do you hate Nadine? Yeah, seriously. Big Ed comes home. The Hurleys. No.
2: Nadine Hurley. Big Ed
0: Hurley.
1: Big Ed Hurley. You're right, you're right, you're right. I was thinking James Hurley. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You sons of bitches. Dude, dude, we we take it back. Can you? Ah. (laughs) Okay, so there are a lot of names, and I suck at them. So maybe just like Big Ed is good enough. Right, it's like Matt. no, no, no. It's it's Stephen. That's Big Ed's middle name. <laughs> Get on the trolley.
2: We're at. But, this yeah. is more. This is more. Uh, 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 this encompasses all of them. Nadine and right. Ed.
0: Yeah, the when I too. think of them. I think the uh, approved nickname Big Dean. All, all right. right. <laughs> no more nicknames. These are, I'm so. I confused. made this cheat sheet for a reason. And then we're just calling them the Hurleys now. I don't yeah, have I'm that. thinking story. it was a basketball star Bobby Hurley. <laughs>
1: pick, pick a nickname.
2: I need I need that list of nicknames again.
1: You with I've your sent it to jokes. you
0: I I it's once have not done Snobby, anything with it. Shaleo Horncat Hosey Hooper, Dames Horma, Edworm, <laughs> Edworm, <laughs> Edworm Big Dean Mob Petcat, Cat. Lyra, <laughs> Wyleen,
1: folks. I'm just as old as you are.
0: Come Lundy on, and Belly. Lundy, yeah. Lundy, Lucy and Andy. Oh Christ! <laughs> All right. Anyways, guy. Scene sixteen. Dramatic
1: cut.
2: Eds plays Ed and Nadine's Nadine's and Eds.
0: How much do you hate Nadine? Ed so finds
2: much. Nadine. We oh. see how much he cares for her.
1: Yeah, so, okay, so Nadine's passed out, and he rushes in, uh, and he calls the 422 Riverside, and he's like, oh, no. He's like, don't leave me. He's like, does, does Big Ed love Nadine after all? And then furthermore, does, does Norma actually love Hank after all?
2: I think it's all think, very complicated.
0: Yeah, I think... I think it's I think all very complicated, for I sure, agree. For sure, Big Ed loves Norma. I just don't yes. think... Big Ed might love Norma the way that he loves Norma loves Big Ed. Oh.
2: Nadine needs Ed, and he knows that, and it's...
1: Oh. It's all very touching, but at the same time, it's all very messy. Yeah. Right. And yeah, somebody's it's... gonna get hurt. There's just no it's way around like it. It's like,
3: life!
1: <laughs> Can you do that again? That was amazing. It's like,
3: life! Wow.
0: Nice. It was you even better the second time. last times what's that <laughs> can you do that two less times <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Ooh, damn
0: harsh and unfortunately so, i cannot and now i'm going to think you to, can mr editor
2: and now oh, i was gonna say i'm going to edit it in two more times wow
0: take copy that, and paste Jim. brother
1: Woo. That's nice. I won't so so it's kind of a revelation it's like freaking like um like when Big Ed shows up, he just kind of reacts. But, yeah, but like, I mean, you know, what, that's what truth, is he a monster?
2: Though. I mean, like he maybe he's not no. super into her, but come on.
1: No, he isn't a monster, but it like you can tell, like like it's just but, like but, that, I, mean, that, I know he's not
2: a monster. My, my point is like who who would? Have
1: oh him? no no no! I know you know that he isn't yeah. a monster, but like <laughs> <clears throat> excuse me, um, it's like that 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 moment that happens. It's like it's yeah. like it's just instinct and adrenaline. It's like oh my god. But that's truth though coming through. is like right. he's like he's like don't leave me. I need you or whatever, whatever he says. It's um, it's from a real place. And I think I think um, we were maybe misled initially as to the uh, the strength of their relationship. Right. Like um, I don't think it's as uh, tenuous as we thought. Right. Like like this tryst between uh, Norma and Big Ed. Like I don't think that was like it seems like we're kind of like meant to focus our attention on them getting together and leaving the other people behind, but I'm not sure it's, it's that clean cut and dry.
0: Right. You know, I think those are perspectives.
1: I mean, sure. These are my hot takes all this. My hot takes. So folks at home, just, you know, just ignore me.
2: My hot takes.
1: My hot takes.
2: Scene 17. We're at the sheriff's again. Lucy relays Leo's message with extra info. A hopeful Leland reads into things. James Jr. Spy Club is shut down by Jacoby's heart attack and planted evidence.
1: Nice. So let me just uh, interject here quick. Um, This is just another one of those great meandering ensemble scenes that um, it seems like the sheriff's office hosts these constantly. Right. But like, it's like the whole cast is there and it's like, it's like, um, I'm um, like a really race. It's like this character shows up. It's like here. And then they pass a the baton. It's like this and this and this, and it, it leads us around. And um, mm-hmm. it's, it's, this is a great yeah, scene. Like a I one really...
0: shot scene. Like where like, they're starting in one room and then the cameras keep on traveling. Yes. yes, right. Very yeah, much. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, but like, it's, it's like almost an OK as if, Go video,
0: but like... A... <laughs> ooh,
1: ooh, right on, right on. It's wow. almost as if each character is kind of handing on the plot thread to the next person. And it's just like, because um, it opens and Lucy's there and then um,
3: yeah, um, and they she walk plays
1: in. detective. It's like, oh, well, I got a call from Leo and the, there was a clock striking and it sounded like the clock at Easter Park. And then um, from there, um, Coop kind of takes over. And Truman, Truman's there, and then um, Coop takes James away, and then it, um, um, it eventually it, uh, it ends up, unfortunately, uh, Leland shows up, mm. and they do that close up. It's like hospital, and man, oh man, you guys, right there, like, like it, 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 it struck me dead. It's like Evil Dead or Evil Dead Two. is like tool shed. Ooh. it's like <laughs> that kind of like. It's like yep. It's like that kind of like. Bam! It's like okay. Wow. Like, that's, that's how it struck me. I forget if it's Evil Dead or Evil... I think... I guess it's Evil Dead too. huh? Hmm. I don't know. Toolshed. Well, you should know. I'm almost positive it's too. Anyways. Um, but it's like hospital. It's like, I wonder if that informed that. It just seemed... Ah, nothing but the hottest takes from Heggs this evening, folks. Indeed. Also, Heggs is tired, and he's had... I don't know. All the beers. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Right. Like-
0: uh, this starts out with like Detective Lucy, and I love Detective Lucy. Detective Lucy. Oh, is the best.
1: it's wonderful! It's wonderful. She's the best, and she's yeah. really intuitive. She's
0: really good but at it. She always gets like important stuff.
1: Yeah, like she's almost like she's almost like Albert level um, uh, levels of pay the fuck attention. Right. Here comes the truth because like yeah. she's super perceptive, and
0: that's awesome. I really hope at some point Lucy is like uh, gets a job as like a detective on the force.
1: Okay, I feel that's kind of. Uh, your 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 foreshadowing, but okay. I'm just Ooh, saying. I hope me. it happens.
0: I, I don't. I, like I said, I I never remember anything. Uh-huh. My take, sir, is as, as much guesses as yours are.
2: What is it that she uh, she hears? She hears a uh, the clock. The clock. The clock. The clock.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. The clock. At Easter, at Park. Easter
2: Park. Easter Park. Right.
1: Yeah. And it really. Yeah. It's like that's pretty specific. Yeah. She heard that clock striking, and she recognized the sound from the clock at Easter Park, which is. I mean, that's some perception there. Like, um, she rolled a freaking 20 for that. And then Leland showed up and he's, he's like, did you catch the killer? And they're like, no, 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 dude, you got to go home. And they just kind of let him, like, this, Like, um, Dr. Hayward's like, oh, I'm, I'm, no, I'm going home. I need a nap or some shit. Well, he says, and,
0: he tells him to, like, go home and be with his wife.
1: Yeah, and like the obviously disturbed and distraught Leland is just like oh yeah I'll, go, I'll do that right now and then they cut to him it's just like that, that is like no it's no. a tool shed it's like it's that take I'm telling you it's it, a yeah. well it resonated in my mind that take and then um, so they cut back and then James gives the tape uh, to Cooper but um, mm, Truman right. kind of enters the room well yeah but, but yeah. Uh,
2: what happens is uh, Lucy gives Cooper the message uh-huh. and then Cooper reads it off camera, as uh, yes, as Harry yes. and uh, and James are talking.
1: I think Harry read the message too well, because well, he's because uh, then, he's
2: then uh, Coop uh, interrupts them and says, "Here, look at this message." While I talk to James.
0: Oh, oh, oh! But he tells oh, him good to go eye, check good out, eye. yeah, he tells him to go yeah. check out the bike. Yeah, check out this lead out or something lead, like yeah. that.
1: And it's like, okay. And then he reads the message. like, oh shit! Okay, that's a much tighter scene than I had initially uh, thought. Right. That's pretty cool.
2: Yeah. As if you notice, as uh, uh, James is talking to Coop in that room, you see, uh, you see, uh, sorry. sorry, you see Leland in the background, turn around and walk out. It's just very all.
1: Oh, I didn't yeah. catch that. But yeah. Tool shed. Tool shed. Yep. <laughs> very nice. Very nice.
2: Yes. And so then they, uh, Harry comes in and uh, shows him the, uh, the cocaine.
1: Yeah, James is dumbfounded. It's like, no, dude. he wants answers, it's like, and and I, I doubt that uh, James has them to give. It's like, uh. Well, they talk about
0: the Corvette again, which is like uh, the 9,000th time they've gotten that
1: close. Seriously, so... seriously. I, I really want to, yeah, they really cement that. So, really, I mean, I know they reveal what they reveal at the end of this episode, but, like, they're really pushing a specific uh, person as the murderer.
0: Right. Well, maybe they were also really pushing the network to believe.
1: Oh my God! That they
0: had, an ending <laughs> oh God. and they gonna, didn't.
1: I'm gonna drive past your house. I'm gonna fart in your mailbox, and then <laughs> no, I'm gonna walk across were the street to, when you get your mail trying... tomorrow. And you're gonna just like, oh, oh, no, why? Who? Oh, no! It's gonna be a anyway,
0: lot like that. Uh, for real, they they were trying to convince the network that they had an ending, and they didn't. And people, and, yes, and, and, and the audience. So they needed, yes. So they needed to, you know, lead them on. Or, give them the ending. Who knows? Wow. wow,
1: that's ballsy. That is freaking ballsy as hell. It's like, oh no, 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 It's It all gets it all gets resolved in this episode. <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> that's ballsy as hell.
0: So anyway, uh, or me and Guy are messing with. You. Who knows? Yeah, pr- probably.
1: I just assume that.
2: So yeah, uh, then uh, James hears about that. Hears that Jacoby had a heart attack. Mm-hmm. Sort of, uh, at yeah. least in part, to due to what they did. And I'm sure he can't feel good about that. Scene 18, One-Eyed Jacks. Yeah. Ben closes deals on Ghostwood and Leo.
1: Oh, man. So they set up the signing of the contract in this scene. Yeah. But um, right before it happens, Ben uh, gets a phone call. Right. And it's Hank. That guy, with his pinpoint accuracy and his, like, well-timed phone right. calls absurd so it's hank and he says time to black flag that little firebug leo johnson's gonna get a house call and then freaking ben horns is like proceed Proceed. like a freaking yes like freaking like 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 a star trek villain
0: (laughs) engage
1: but uh
2: woo. c19 we are now at shaleo's bob looks for shelly but finds leo (sighs) bobby fast talk She's dead. You killed her. Hank saves Bobby?
1: Oh, brother. Cool. This scene, like the second Bobby walks into there, it's like, oh, well, this ends poorly. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, uh uh-oh. For who, though? So Bobby is the luckiest goofball (laughs) on the planet. Of all the goofballs. So Leo is going to kill him. With an axe. Yeah. Like, Bobby comes in. Leo's behind the door. With an axe.
2: Do you know what was kind of hilarious? He's like, I'm, look, I'm looking for Shelly. Can I help you, Bobby? Oh my God. Can I help you, Bobby? <laughs> is,
1: yeah, yeah. It's like, lying. oh, Leo, I'm so glad to see you. It's like, yeah, can I help you? He's like, he's got an axe. Dude, he's got an axe. Run. Oh, my God. I you're we
0: forgetting who we we're talking about here. Bobby, king of bad decisions. Yeah, Bobby,
1: Indeed. kind of a dumbass. He makes I don't know that uh, the coke in uh, James's um, gas tank, that was pretty, uh, and the bloody shirt at uh, Jack's uh, apartment.
2: Again, eh. he has it's his not moments, necessarily he a good decision. Moments. It's just no. He has his moments. He was lucky. Though. He has his in
1: moments that where moment. it's like <laughs> there's some inspiration. This is this moment is not one of those
0: All moments right. though. But I feel like this moment is capped by an even dumber moment, like after he yes. sees Leo get shot. Uh huh. Then he immediately stands up and strolls out of the place, <laughs> knowing that there's a murder yeah, right outside a, the there's building. There's a
1: gunman out there, and I don't think Bobby knows Hank. Like I, I think he I, got a like a, a look at him. It's just like, like I don't know that fucking guy. But well, whatever.
0: I'm sure he does, for being in the diner all the time.
1: Well, maybe. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. Small town. So, so freaking. Oh, boy. So, Leo's going after Bobby with an axe. Right. And um, Bobby falls down against the TV VCR when Hank shoots uh, Leo fucking dead. Right. And hilariously, Mm -hmm. when Bobby falls against the TV and VCR, it uh, plays Invitation to Love. And it's just in time for a scene with Chet and some other guy with a mustache. And, well, yeah, and he shoots fucking Montana, who's also dead. And so... Leo's last visual on this earth is his soap counterpart dying. Mm-hmm. Heavy. God damn. But it's like that's how he checks out.
0: Right. Yeah, and I mean it couldn't happen to a nicer guy.
1: Yeah, no no, fuck that guy. He he deserved to fucking like like I really wanted to find him under the wheels of a train or a bus like episodes ago. That guy's a piece of shit. But it's like Another thing though like, is
2: that that didn't we already see the scene where he where that guy got shot?
1: we did yeah it was like but it cut like right it's like also it was like saw a razor a scene cut where
0: bobby got or where, where leo got shot already too that's true like we saw that yeah so that's yeah
1: so maybe you're, you're led to believe that that um invitation to love scene that kind of forecasted him being shot was just leo getting winged right but it's just, this one it confirms it's like montana's like oh uh, dead and uh, Leo freaking like, oh my god, it's it's fucking poetry. It's like fucking like Leo dies watching this shitty soap. It's like, it oh, is. that guy's a piece of shit. Oh, I'm dead. Pretty. <laughs> <is>. <laughs> That's me. Yeah. No. It's. Yeah. Yep. It's good <laughs> stuff. What a great scene. That might be my ace. But anyways.
0: But to your opener there, where you say uh, Hank sees Bobby? Question mark. I I got the impression that uh, Bobby saw him, but he did not see Bobby because he was like down low. Right.
1: Yeah, he kind of popped up afterwards as Hank was turning. So maybe Hank didn't even, yeah. you know what? Maybe Hank didn't even see Bobby. He's like, ah, there's Leo in there. He's just, he's just whipping an axe around. Fuck him. And he shot him. <laughs> <laughs> That's just, what? That's our Leo.
2: Put a pin in that.
1: <laughs> oh, no. Yes. Oh, no. Oh,
0: Oh yes. What? Oh, sorry.
1: I don't know how I feel about any of that, but Okay.
0: But yeah, then you know, like Bobby just strolls out of there like he's, uh, you know, king of idiots.
1: Oh, shit. Is Leo not dead?
0: Uh, no, no, no. I don't know. He seemed dead to me. He seemed dead to me. Oh, I'm putting a pin in something. Now. At the mill. Mm-hmm. Guys,
2: I got to tell you. This is one of the scenes that makes me goddamn love Catherine.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, Catherine scolds Shelly for speaking with her mouth full.
1: <laughs>
2: Quiet, I'm thinking. Catherine saves Shelly
1: so they they cut to the back to the mill and shelly is still hanging out rim shot <laughs> but catherine oh oh my god out of nowhere deus sec machina catherine arrives well she She's was like called. i can't understand it. you have that thing in your mouth oh <laughs> funny that's yeah, funny i like i laughed her. i fucking laughed that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> and then the timer dings as she shows i was like ah oh, she she makes she she shows up deus sec machina she fucking makes her joke Bing! The freaking the, the timer goes off. Catherine, uh, she she has to think about it, but she does save uh, save Shelly. But they're it seems like they're trapped.
0: Uh, it, it certainly does seem like they're trapped in the fire because later they're not out of there. So
1: yeah, like shit's falling down. And you uh, I got to tell you guys,
0: all of the gasoline because
2: that fire gets out of hand
1: very quickly. It gets out of hand pretty quick. It doesn't. I don't know. Well, it's like a fire at a sawmill. Yeah, made for TV fire, but. I gotta tell you guys, um, did it seem to you um, either of you that 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 those fire effects are kind of cheap? No, not at all. Okay, like it's like when the thing falls down from the ceiling. Oh yeah. Like those boards and stuff. All right, okay, it's fine. I didn't it's notice fine. it. No. Usually, the realism in this show is so on point that it's it's like it's so real that it's almost it's unsettling. But like some of the fire scenes, and not to take anything away from anything in this show. But some of those fire, like some of those fire effects um, and some of the stuff fall, like it's like, oh, no, the boards from the ceiling. Yeah, it looked, down. Like like, palette. Know, it, it like,
2: looked like a pallet. It
1: looked like a pallet. Yeah, it's coming down. It wasn't the best they did. The... That's me nitpicking, though. That's Heggs. I would nitpicking. go back and watch it. I, I did not get that impression.
2: Yeah, It, it, it yeah, happened maybe. very fast. And uh, of any of the episodes, the budget was obvious in this one
1: yeah it was the money wasn't there and that's fine it wasn't about some exciting fire escape scene right. right it was just to set up the fact that like the questions like do they make it out of there right and that's fine but it was just like it i don't know It kind of like it, it stuck out in my mind it's like oh that's kind of cheap looking but send your
0: hate mail to <laughs> june at hey <laughs> yes send it to me i'll make sure Heggs gets it god damn it right.
2: Just like to say here that this is the second time that a uh, a bad guy uh, saves a good guy. In the scene before, Hank hey, saves Bobby, Bobby and yeah. in this scene, maybe
0: unintentionally. Yeah,
2: unintentionally, are,
0: yeah. Are we saying that Bobby's a good guy?
1: Hmm. No, no, no. Uh,
0: oh, I don't think so. I guess
1: comparatively
0: speaking. <laughs> yeah,
1: comparatively, like
0: like yeah. Yeah, a, a worse guy saves a slightly less worse guy. Right.
2: And then uh, uh, Catherine, for sure, saves uh, Shelley.
1: Yeah, yeah. She didn't have to, but she did.
2: That would be pretty shitty for she. (laughs) she, Right, Right. Catherine turned to Go from
1: shady to murder. Super shitty. Yeah, that'd be super (laughs) shitty. But I think I think maybe that's to um, kind of like accentuate the fact that Catherine, kind of a like she's an ass and she's shady, but she's not. She hasn't reached that level. Like it's like. They kind of creep up on Leo, where it's just like, he's doing this shit, he's a dick, he's an asshole, but it isn't until later that you find out that he's like, oh, there's a body over there, and he murdered that guy. It's like, oh, okay. So, they, like, incrementally, like, they're kind of, like... Yeah. They're um rating these characters, um... Right,
0: right. there's... The good guys are far and few between.
1: There's yes. just
0: scales yes. of bad guys. Right. Yes, they're, uh... Oh, God, like...
1: Yeah, they're 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 worthless people. What's the word I'm looking for, fellas? Like it's like their um,
2: pecking order.
1: Maybe yeah, like like their uh, morality pecking order. was like yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Hmm. Scene twenty-one, hospital. Leland kills Jacques.
0: Leland kills the killer.
1: So Leland, uh, like I wrote down here. Here are my notes. Leland, no, three exclamation marks. No, no, no. <laughs> Freaking underlined twice. He kills Jacques with a goddamn pillow. He pulls a fire alarm, gets people to go away, and, like, distracts them away. Why they don't immediately, like in any other hospital, start, like, when the fire alarm goes off, they start scooping people up who are in beds and <laughs> incapacitated. Like, they move the patients out. They don't go, I'm a nurse, or I'm a doctor, and I'm going to run down the hall. and like, I don't know, and they just kind of filter out. They could have been going to other rooms. Possibly. But yeah, Leland totally fucking kills Jacques. Holy shit. Yeah. And I mean, I'm not surprised because like he sets it up before. It's like, oh, hospital, tool shed. But it's just like, that is, yeah. Uh But oof.
0: I know characters are potentially going left and right at this point.
1: Yeah, I know. It's just like,
0: but hmm.
1: Leland has been through the mill. He's been through some shit. He is, um, the unreliable narrator. He's just like freaking like, he's the wild card. It's like, you don't know what the hell he's gonna do. Is he gonna fucking dance? Is he gonna cry? Uh-huh. Is he gonna take charge? Is he gonna be normal? But, or is he just gonna fucking kill a guy with that fucking pillow?
2: A guy that he thinks it, killed his daughter.
1: Yeah. Yes. But with a pillow, if somebody killed my daughter, it's, it stuck out for me as like he made a choice, but it was a kind of like, um, Almost a merciful choice.
2: Did did you say merciful or unmerciful?
1: Merciful choice. Ah. So like as far as what what his options were, he's in a hospital. There are chemicals around. There are drugs around. There are tools around.
2: Right. He should have. You think he should have uh, tortured him a bit?
1: <laughs> Leland is the epitome. Like he's the um, he's the personification of like um, pain and um, sorrow um, and. Um, I'm sorry. And sorrow. And sorrow. Yes, precisely. And it's like he's just like he's just been this this um, this uh, shadow, this shade that kind of like he's in the background and he's been floating around. He's like it's almost as if he's a specter. He's no longer Leland Homer. He's this like he's this ghost. He's this um, this shade of his former self, and he's just kind of he kind of drifts around. And people are like, oh, Leland. Okay, let's get him home let's, okay, stop dancing, okay, oh, you ruined the party, okay, let's go over here, and, but when he was, I mean, I guess, you know what, at the end of the day, I guess it's just like, um, Leland isn't a bad person, and he did it out of grief and, and confusion, and he, you know what, and he didn't succumb to the, his baser, or, um, okay, you know what, I just, again, folks at home, I just kind of answer my own question. <laughs> Oh, 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 okay. Leland, so, Leland's an all right guy.
2: Okay, so but but I mean, some would argue that killing him at all would be succumbing to his baser instincts.
1: Oh well, certainly, but I think it could We're have gone as way. As it could have been, so. Exactly, it could have gone way worse than that. But you know what? He did it. He was there, and
0: he was just <laughs> like, say, "What am I going to do?"
2: Someone say that that's a I'm pretty sorry? low bar.
1: That's <laughs> huh? Oh no! i mean it's I'll tell Twin you Twin what. Peaks. It's, it's his Twin town peaks. is made of
0: low bars. Precisely.
1: Yeah. June just fucking nailed it. Like, yeah, it's not great, and what he did wasn't great. Like, I don't agree with it, but I'm just like, I was just sort of... It just seemed like the pillow, um, maybe, like, it was representing the softer... It's like he chose the easier, softer Mm -hmm. way to kill somebody. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Thank you. Thank you. It just seems like um, Leland, out of grief, did what he did, but it could have gone way darker. In, in a show like Twin Peaks, that rarely kind of flinched right. at the ugliness, and like the the grittiness, and like the I
2: would say that that like scene it seems is like, pretty graphic in a way.
1: It's super graphic. It's very calculated because he comes in, he wraps the tape around yeah. um, Jacques' arm. It's like that's premeditation. There, yeah. it's like nope, you can't. And his other arms in the cast, and then he held it down. But I feel, I just feel and, like could have gone and the it way he could have gone way worse.
2: And the way that. Uh, we see uh, Jacques go with the way he's kind of uh, kind of like barking and uh...
1: I'm not saying Jacques got off light and I'm not saying like it was like unsatisfying yeah, yeah. he still had enough humanity to not give in and just like torture the sky or do something like horrendous like light him on fire <laughs> or, like or do something horrendous like right he, he kind of did it and then furthermore when they pulled back and they showed Leland's face he was he was horrified right. Of what he just is like, oh, like, oh, this is way worse. Oh, no. Why did he do this?
2: Right. And then like, then when the uh, the alarm shuts off, his face goes yeah, back to normal. Yeah. Then.
1: yeah, And he kind of snaps out of yeah. it. Yeah. It's like actions have consequences. And it's like, yeah, it's like ripping the bandaid off. It's like, whoosh, it's like, oh, shit. Oh, fuck. uh Oh, this is bad. <laughs> yeah. It's a it's a it's an intense scene. It is an intense scene for sure. Right.
0: I agree. Well, I mean, certainly that's the last exciting thing to happen. There's so many exciting things. Okay, okay,
1: you. <laughs> this guy. This guy over here.
2: Scene 22, mill fire. Yes. Catherine's still my wife. Oh.
1: That's it. My notes say my notes say much like the last scene, it's uh, Pete, no, underline three times, two exclamation marks, but he does love her. And then furthermore on you. he puts those goggles on He's dressed like Catherine's recollection of him from earlier. Oh, look at that. It's like, oh, yeah, this guy that could climb the tree and he's the lumberjack or whatever. And he's dressed. He has the shirt on and the hat and he puts the goggles on and he freaking picks that thing up. And they're just like, oh, what are you going to do? He's like, fuck that. And he fucking kicks that door in or he runs in. Into the fire for this woman that you know actively dislikes. Ah, him
2: I love that.
1: Because he loves her. Yeah.
0: And it's also like uh like Andy before, like Andy in his yes. shining moment, like yes. the wacky Andy yeah. character, like uh-huh. wacky Pete like stepping up in the moment and like yep. charging and in. Fucking, there. Yep, they take care of fucking
1: business when they have to. Nice. And uh yeah, but it's like is like specifically he's so heroic at that moment. He's like, Well, you know, she's still my wife. And he puts his goggles on and he just fucking runs into fire. Right. For this woman that can't stand him. Mm.
0: Oops.
1: And, well, maybe not
0: can't stand him, but like. Yeah, they just had a moment earlier, so. They
1: had a moment, but. Barely oh, tolerates him. she's hostile. Him. Yeah. She, she tolerates him generally. You got mink oil on your head. <laughs> but like, he loves her. And it's just like, it hurts me. And if they hurt Pete. I'm going to write David Lynch a letter <laughs> and then I'm going to find his house and throw a shoe at it. Like, Get seriously. Out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> seriously. Anyways, but it's like he fucking goes in there and he fucking, like,
0: I'm in my heart, I know he's okay, but uh, we'll see. It's a cool scene, though. It is. Sometimes uh, between seasons, they, uh, you know, don't want to keep the big cast, they eliminate some characters. Oh, right. You. I'm just saying, I'm just saying sometimes there's here. I will
1: throw them at your house. <laughs> shoes.
2: Scene 25. One-eyed jacks. Ben and Blackie celebrate. Congrats, boss. The new girl is Audrey.
1: Uh, <laughs> so another thing you F- called. Icelandic guy signs. Yes. Um, uh, June, what was his name again, please? Uh his name was Einar. Einar Einar oh. Thorson. Okay, so Einar is a rad name. I'm just throwing that out there. Mm. Einar? That's awesome. So Einar signs, and Ben does as well in like freaking like it's just like Ghostwood is um yeah, the, the the um the title or the investment or whatever is is going. So um Ben's like, Einar, t- tonight you play on the house. Right. And then he's like, Oh, okay, oh, you know, and he Plane goes off quotes. and plays. And then uh, Ben turns to and he's like, Blackie, this calls for a celebration. Let's have a look at the new girl. And it's just like the whole time is like, this is a cringe. <sighs> oh, God. <clears throat> oh, boy. So it cuts to Audrey being attended to by a hunchback. <laughs> what is happening there? It's I like, mean... Oh, man. and she's like, good luck. And then she goes, and then she scurries off. What the fuck? What <laughs> the fuck?
0: It's like, she okay. Like, like uh, Gus and Cinderella, like they're, you know, making a little dress for the big I mean, party. she had
1: like a rope belt. Like, what the fuck? I don't, uh, I, 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 so many questions. I'm made of questions right now. But anyways, so she goes through a little secret door and then Ben Horn walks in. He's like, keep your eyes closed. it's like, I hope you're talking to me, Ben Horn, because my eyes are shut. And it's like 30 years later, or they're 30 some years later and I'm at home in the basement and this is not happening live and I don't want to see what happens. <laughs> and it's so like, and then, Oh God. And Audrey is horrified, but woo, this is going to be a conversation. Like I got to say like Thanksgiving and Christmas coming up, there's going to be an elephant in the room folks.
2: Okay. There is, a, I don't know if I should oh, tell this. Did I miss something? Well, no, but uh, you, you talk about the, the hunchback lady. Okay. Um, the hunchback lady is a director from <gasps> Twin Peaks. And I uh Oh, that's what's awesome. Her name? Uh
1: is it the one from an episode L- of Leslie, L- Leslie
2: Linklater. Oh, that's awesome. She's really great. She was she, this yes, is her. she was just uh she was just on set and they were like, hey, why don't you do Get something? Why don't you just do something in yeah. the, in the, the show? Out. And uh so they, they put her in this ridiculous outfit. Oh
1: wow, that's awesome. <laughs> So this she, is her she's... only
0: acting credit as well. Right. <laughs> Maybe that's why she looked like that because that's what she was wearing to the set that day. <laughs> oh, sure. I mean, well.
2: Last scene, scene twenty-four. Yay. Coop gets a false sense of security. Gets notes. Gets a call. Gets shot. <sighs>
1: indeed <sighs> what a wonderful cherry on the top of this dysfunctional cake that um david lynch has served us all like all this tension leading up to all these scenes like action 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 death like um intrigue the friggin um duplicity As like and it turns it's like and it all culminates in um cooper just like i'm walking down the hall it's four thirty-seven in the morning diane
0: yeah holy um, crap it's quiet in
1: here yeah, yeah, and so like and he's like he's he's almost found some peace. Right. Yeah, finally he's you know, gonna like, get
0: some good sleep. Yeah. Sure. And
1: he's just like, Oh okay. the Sleep of the dead. Yeah. Uh oof, Jesus. Um he's like, Yeah, I got one suspect in custody and Leo won't be able to escape the dragnet that they set up uh, much longer. Saddest trombone.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, that he doesn't know this. Yeah, he's all happy about his uh, room service. Yeah,
1: 24 hour room service must be one of the premier achievements of modern civilization.
0: And I'm like, oh, man, I'm right there with you,
1: uh, Dale Cooper. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah $30 nice.
0: hamburger? I love that stuff. <laughs> you shush.
1: He's a freaking fucking um, FBI agent. He can afford a $30 hamburger. Also, I bet that's a good hamburger. So he, he enters his room, and there's a note on the floor to my special agent which...
2: Well, we do remember that that this is from Audrey because she put that under. Yeah, you. yeah.
1: There. So that's nice. And he's like, "Oh, okay, fine." And he gets a phone call, and he's like, "This plays out a little weird, guys." This struck me as weird. It's like, "Who is this?" It's Can I wait till uh, tomorrow maybe there morning? was like
0: a connection
1: problem or something. Oh, well, maybe, maybe because it was Andy. Right. And he's like, "Excuse me, I have room service." And then he walks away, and Andy's on the line. Like they found Leo he's been shot um, did he say he's been shot or he's dead shot because think... maybe Leo isn't fucking dead right I think they said shot yeah so, I'm not sure they do so that okay so that door's not open but that door is um
0: ajar yeah well yeah so it's, it's you know one of 25 characters who might be dead now
1: seriously so they found Leo he's been shot Well, what an odd coincidence. Because Coop opens the door to get his hot milk. Hot milk, not warm milk, hot milk. Um, And he gets fucking shot by somebody. Yep. He's like, oh, shit. I have a feeling he's wearing a vest because he's
0: Dale Cooper. That's my hot take. Maybe, or maybe he's just bulletproof because he's Dale Cooper. Or maybe, next season, new secret agent. I doubt it. I doubt it.
1: Comic Lachlan is um, deeply, deeply, he's embedded like a wood tick.
0: Once you see the other secret agent, you're going to poop your pants. I mean, how do you know I
1: haven't already? Uh, you know what? Cut that out. <laughs> I got a problem, folks at home. Anyways, um, <laughs> he gets freaking shot. And then the goddamn episode ends.
2: Did David Lynch direct this episode?
0: Uh, no. I'll say maybe. <laughs>
2: oh. How about an answer? <laughs> how about Maybe. <laughs> He did not. Huh. He did not. Yeah. Right on. Uh, this one was written and directed solely by Mark Frost.
1: Oh, very cool. So here's the thing. It was the whole thing. There's so much that had to be tied up. Yeah. That I never really thought that uh, Lynch could. Like the guy seems like he gets distracted. This is not. And, this
2: type of episode is not whoop. his thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. There was too much to be tied up, and like too much that had to be uh, um, addressed. And it's just like there was uh, only like a
0: couple scenes where I thought maybe he did. So I thought maybe he may have directed like a little bit of it, but not the majority of it. Yeah,
1: yeah. Think more, feel less. That's my David Lynch impression. I don't know. It's no, I'm no Guy Dudeman. It's fine, folks at home. Just throw your rotten tomatoes and cabbages at me.
0: That might be a Guy Dudeman impression, actually. (laughs) <laughs> oh, for real? <laughs> Wonderful.
2: This was uh, Mark Frost. Let's talk about Mark Frost. He
0: has not Amy. directed
2: that much. He has directed um, Storyville. Storyville. Director, co-writer. You ever seen it? Is, I have
1: not. Is this something we would have run into?
2: It's just a movie that he put out.
1: We should okay. track it down. Yeah. You've it's got, supposed you you really have good. seen this? I
2: have not seen this. it supposed to be really good, I though. I have not. Uh, he also wrote the original Fantastic Four movie. He also uh, okay. uh, was a writer for the Six Million Dollar <laughs> Man, much much earlier, before any of this.
1: Oh wow! What this late seventies, early eighties?
2: 1975.
1: Seventy-five! Holy shit! Jesus Christ! What the fuck happened, guys? And uh, he was I used to be young and cool. He was a
2: writer and an executive producer nice. for Hill Street Blues. He was on. The, he wrote for the Equalizer.
0: This is a great um, list. of oh, credits. wow. I the Equalizer. am 100% on board with all this. Yeah. Except for maybe that movie that we don't know anything about.
1: I am fucking, I am, I am neck deep in fucking <laughs> nostalgia here. Holy shit. The Equalizer. Um, Holy Buddy shit. Buddy
2: Do you remember that show?
1: No. I do not. Well,
2: it was apparently a very great show that had one season and that was it. Um, huh. All Souls. And uh, he, he also then became a, a writer of, uh, of, uh, novels. And, um,
1: Oh wow. Okay. That's
2: what he started to become. That's what he became known for later in life.
1: Oh, get the hell out. Okay.
2: So that was Mark Frost. He is the director and, uh, the, uh, one of the big, uh, okay. You so said David
1: earlier Lynch about just, so the uh,
0: language is definitely different. Then. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So David Lynch kind of like a step back he's behind the scenes and just, well, step I back can and...
2: actually, actually can speak to this now again, now that we're here. Um, this whole first season, um, you know, they, they made the pilot
1: okay. and,
2: uh, uh, they, you know, of course they don't know what's going to happen.
1: Yeah, sure, and, sure. Um, yeah. It's a gamble.
2: Once they, once it started rolling, the ball started rolling, um, uh, David Lynch in, in the meantime got a deal to make a, the movie wild at heart.
1: Oh, wow.
2: While most of the, the first season was being made, David Lynch was making wild at heart.
1: So you, you, you two pricks have been lying to me this whole time. Well, what do you want me to do? No. Oh, Who directed it? <laughs> oh, not the guy that wasn't there. You jerks. Duh. Dick move. <laughs> and then, of course, uh,
2: he had to come back and, and direct the, the second episode. So he did the pilot and the and episode two. Okay. And uh, after everything else was done. So, well, well, what is well, your uh,
0: episode ace? Oh my goodness.
2: Aces. What are your episode aces?
0: I'm gonna go with uh, Dirty Andy. Uh, pose in there, you know, all action style. Mm-hmm. I thought that was great. Uh, consoling Pete. I absolutely loved. It was just, uh, when he's, uh, you know, Catherine's trying to say she needs help and it really touches him. I I thought that was really good. Uh. Mm-hmm. uh, hero Pete, I thought was absolutely amazing where he goes charging into the fire. And then, uh, it's sort of dark, but, uh, the gorilla-like beating that Jacoby took—I <laughs> <You laughs> don't know why I, I uh, the guy got beat up so bad he had a heart attack, but I don't know why it made me so happy. But <laughs> maybe it's the flashback to the what he did to that tie. But
3: uh, <laughs> it was just so oh. rewarding.
1: <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> there um, there are so many great. Um, Great parts of this uh, this particular episode. There's so many standouts. Um, I gotta say, Dirty Andy certainly like this. Like I was not expecting him to step up like that. Like it was yeah. like holy crap, like action Andy, like out of nowhere. Like not expecting that at all. Um, the blinds um, in the uh, the mill office with Catherine. The scene with Catherine and um, and Pete. But also, I think that
0: is the thing you mentioned before.
1: Was it okay? wonderful yeah Yeah, that might be
0: what you're trying to remember it's just this great that's hilarious
1: it was like kind of light it's like oh okay we're over here now it's like but it's like fucking and and that fucking it was like this heart-wrenching it was like this wonderful candy coating on this heart-wrenching scene because you could tell pete really um and he proves it later and i'm june i'm gonna fucking ride your coattails here that when he runs into that fire and he puts those goggles on it's like no it's like fucking like wonderful wonderful
3: Mm -hmm.
1: that freaking the leland scene um hospital the uh the scene where um leo's gonna kill bobby with the axe and he falls over and turns on the the vcr and tv yeah and hank shoots him and the last thing leo sees is this fucking this invitation to love scene that is just like a, a this wonderful parable to um to what's going on it's just like that might be yeah that's great that was wonderful it's like oh ooh, I, I was so on the nose but leo like it's just like that's how he checks out um oh also this the uh the in the mandarin ensemble shot detective lucy yeah yeah lucy hmm. and it just kind of it kind of it kind of goes around and then it's it just it's it's so um liquid and organic that scene this is like it's like literally these people are handing off the lines it's like um Um, like an improv exercise where they're all kind of handing off these lines and it comes um, around and then, and then uh, Leland is there. This episode was excellent guys. And thank you so much for um, um, convincing me while drunk that uh, to be involved with this, this is wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: What aces do you got? And you're welcome. Yeah. Look on this guy. You're welcome. And
2: the first ace I'm going to think about is uh, when uh, Bobby is sneaking in, and realizes that uh, oh, uh, <laughs> that, that uh, Leo is there. I'm so glad to find you <laughs> here, Leo. Oh, hey, man. Oh, I was
1: just <laughs> looking for you. Oh, God. I was just
2: looking for you. Great. Leo's reaction. Is there something I can help you with? <laughs> so beautiful.
1: Yeah. No, that's a and, great scene. You're right on. Right on.
2: And uh, i got to say again, Catherine, I can't understand a thing you're saying. You've got a thing in your mouth. Come yeah. on. That's a goddamn good line. Wow. That's a goddamn wow. great
0: line. I think we need to stop here for a moment and truly pay tribute to that amazing impression you just did where she was, what, a British man?
2: <laughs> <laughs> sure. That's how you impersonate Catherine. I mean, British man. okay.
3: <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> these things, I don't know. They come out of me uh, subconsciously.
0: I don't know why. Yeah. It seems like I'm, I'm making fun of you, but I, I, I'm really delighting in them. Good. But uh, he's making fun of you. The worse they are the worse they are the better, really. So good. <laughs> well yeah, the good ones are good and the bad ones are even better. Heggs who donut.
1: I mean, they really want you to believe that it's either yes. Jacques or Leo. And I still right. refuse to believe Jacques seems if unless he's being um you know, completely um untruthful, which very possible because he's dead. Hard to say. You know, hard to say, yeah. uh, but maybe he's dead, maybe. I mean, uh, seemed dead, but in any event, um, he really seems to think like, he really doesn't like, like by what he says, it doesn't seem like he did it, he don't it, and they're really still pointing at Leo. And while it seems that Leo is the most obvious culprit, I feel again, I feel, I, I just feel it's, um, it's, it's lazy. Right. And, and for better or worse, just, and right or wrong, just because
0: it's not what you want doesn't mean it's laziness.
1: <clears throat> yeah, because it's the whole time they were saying it's like it's like Leo really did like he was just dripping with guilt the whole time they were they were pointing it at him, and right. it seems
0: <sighs> sometimes that's the best way to trick people is to put the answer right in front of them.
1: Yeah, uh, and you're not wrong, but I just feel like there's a deeper there's a deeper answer somewhere. So I'm going to say that this whole time. The person that Donut was... (laughs) I have no idea. It's like fucking like... Okay, I gotta say it's like fucking... It's a ski mask guy. Or girl. Hmm. I think ski mask person Donut.
2: Ski mask person, indeed. Okay, so
1: I'm assuming ski mask person is somebody we know we've met.
0: Uh, Hard to say. I don't recall anyone with... uh... I really, that's not true. I'd right? never call someone with gorilla like strength. <laughs>
1: is it? Is it? No, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because uh, I think I see what you're saying here. And um, you, you think it's Nadine?
0: I mean, she's super strong. She did, she did decide to take her own life. She was sorry about something. Oh,
1: oh I hope it's not Nadine. I really like her. She's so earnest. I oh, know. Ski mask person, whoever that person may be. That's hmm. who donut.
2: Hmm. That's an interesting
1: answer. I like it. I'm going to, you guys with your judgment. I mean, that's honestly, an
2: interesting. I like,
1: How is that judgment? You, the look on your face. I was judging you. Uh huh. <laughs> I can't even see you, you prick. I was Anyways. judging you. <laughs>
0: you know me well enough. Yeah, I know. No, seriously, seriously. It's, uh, yeah, we're this, <laughs> we're this far in. It's
1: like, I assume you judge me. Anyways,
2: I was judging uh, you positively.
1: All right. I'll allow it. (laughs) There's probably something I miss at some point in one of the scenes. It's like somebody's like just freaking like holding a bloody knife and just like like writing on a chalkboard. I killed her. And I just didn't see it because, you know, there was a shiny (laughs) object in the scene at the same time.
0: Who the fuck even knows? Anyways. Every time there's a donut on the screen, you get distracted. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Eggs is so hungry right now, you guys. What else we got left? Uh
2: Uh-oh. Hey, guys. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Looking for that horniest moment.
1: Oh, snap!
0: Looks like a hug to me. Ooh! <laughs> Best intro yet. Ooh! They were on a mount. Oh boy! All right, so I will. Uh, I'll throw out two because I only have two written down. Uh, so I'm glad we're going with this format because I don't have the normal amount that I wrote <laughs> normally. Right. So I'm going to go with, uh, the blood pact. Oh, like, uh, where they were, uh, oh. where Hank and, uh, Josie had their thumbs cut. And then, uh, they both, uh, through, you know, different means raised that blood to their lips. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I think that was, uh, might've been it or, uh, Maybe the uh, passionate action Andy Pookie kiss. Oh, uh, all right. What, what do you guys got?
1: I gotta say it's um, it's either the uh, Lucy Andy kiss. I gotta say that. Uh, do you Hank mean and H- Norma? Yeah, Hank and Norma. But Hank and Norma kiss. It seems like there's some passion there. There's a spark there. It's like it seems like she wants it. But then on the flip, the other side of that coin. The freaking, um, the big Ed and uh Nadine scene, this is like, there was some passion there. Like, he was like, he was distraught. So, okay, so there's some passion in all those three. But I think the horniest moment, and this is fucking fucked. This is awful. And he can't unhear it. What are you going to do? Oh, God. It's when Ben Horn walked into that room. Ah. He was fucking <laughs> horned up to the nth degree.
2: It's like... The very worst episode of Three's Company
1: <laughs> so when he walked through the door, wrong door and all hell broke loose. Yeah, right on. Fucking brain candy. But yeah, so much therapy. But that's the horniest moment. Fucking Ben Horn, while his eyes are closed. Specifically, while his eyes are closed. And he doesn't know yet what he's about. Oh,
0: God. Oh, oh, God. <laughs> I'm a... not voting for that.
2: Oh, there's the... the hey, there's uh, when uh, Blackie puts her hand on Audrey's hand.
0: I mean, I guess...
2: That's a truly. I think it's, it could be horny for some people.
1: It's no, it's definitely suggestive. And then furthermore, that, that comment Ben makes later on, it's like, let's check out the new girl. It seems like maybe it's like going to be like you know what? What did I say specifically? It's going to be a group effort. Group like effort. it might be a group effort. <laughs> yeah.
2: I think More I, like a... I think the word I think the phrase group effort is the horniest moment of this episode.
0: Oh, <laughs> thanks, guys. Well, it thanks. It guys. Could have been a Blackie and her henchmen as well.
2: Oh, you know what? That oh, little sorry. whisper, that little whisper going into into Coop's ear.
0: Yeah, specifically refresh my memory. What which was? This? With the girl who looked like the girl from Great Outdoors. Oh, when, uh, oh, when he's at, sitting at the table. Yeah,
1: when he's playing. Uh, was it blackjack? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was trying to lure him away, though. It's just like he was cleaning
0: the house out. But what she was trying to lure him away to?
1: Um, I don't know. A good like like I don't know. Some cocoa and a a, a nice book. I
2: mean, if that's cold. Some nice warm milk. Whoa. <laughs> hey, guys. Or it could be that close-up on uh, Jacques' lips.
1: Oh, okay. You go, could be. You go straight Bite to hell. Bite the bullet, baby. Yeah. Bite the bullet. Oh, fucking it! God damn it. You go to hell. That's awful. <laughs> like, I didn't need to see that. Like, it just smelled like the fucking, like, oh, God. this breath, I can only His assume. breath. So it was like a catcher's mitt and like despair. <laughs> uh, it's like awful. It's like, oh, why? Why is this happening?
2: I can only assume that he was just rock hard when he was saying that.
1: Okay, you and I—we are no longer friends. But you're probably right. But also, go to hell. You're—you're you're definitely right. But you go straight to hell.
0: <laughs> I'm going with uh... rock hard shock yeah stop yeah. it I, uh, sorry i blanked out there for a second um so i'm gonna go with uh lucy's lady boner when she was listening to <laughs> andy's tale retold like oh, uh, water in the plants just watching yeah, that water, water flow out i'm gonna say it was uh, oh
1: my god i didn't even fucking think <laughs> of that wow oh my goodness De- detective right lucy's lady, lady boner wonderful Oh, we're terrific.
0: We are, or we're awful. <laughs> we're either terrific or we'll awful. Both. This can only lean one thing. And, uh, you know, this is the end of the season here. So uh, I oh, think snap. it's time that some people get off of their high horse and participate in a time-honored tradition. <laughs> <clears throat> I mean, I make no promises. I, I think you should start us off. I can
1: only assume that you're speaking uh, to me.
0: Uh, perhaps, yes.
1: <clears throat> okay, guys. What time is it? We... only because I love you, and only because um, I I fucking love um, apparently 150 or so people that freaking um, took their time time out of their uh, oh. days and their lives to listen to uh, our ridiculous meanderings. But About like, 21 uh, people, yeah. uh,
2: according to the anal- analytics. <laughs>
0: no wait 21 people
2: listening 150 times
0: oh this is the first time we're hearing this depressing news yeah yeah this (laughs) the plot thickens i i said
2: 150 listens sorry
1: Uh, oh boy um guy dudeman you're gonna have a conversation with us in a little bit all right anyways yeah. Lights out, Mr. Monkey Wrench! Arr, 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 arr. Oh, I couldn't be more happy. Uh, Thank you, everybody. No, I love you guys. Thank you, everybody. Peace. Be safe. Make good decisions.
0: This is my horniest moment See you next season. Peace.
2: Hello, fans. We want to hear from you. Please send us a tweet at capital G, capital D-O-O-D-M-E-N. Send us an email at happyhourinfrance at gmail dot com. And if you like the music, go to Guy Dudman at bandcamp.com.